Aha, welcome to the Tuesday show. My name is Ultra David. And I'm James Chen, and we have a slight echo, but not anymore. There we go. Hopefully everything's working. <laughs> it's been um, dodgy of late. However, of late. the frame rate seems to be working great today, so... Uh, hopefully so. All right. Let's hope it maintains. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure that's actually wood. Yes. Well, we're going to talk about, as you can see, several topics... The Red Bull Proving Grounds, we're going to talk about uh, how we basically really like team tournaments, but, you know, let's see how that goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we haven't discussed our opinions about them beforehand, so... Actually, that's true, we have not. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're going to maybe prattle on about, like, Tears and Injustice, not super in-depth, yeah, but... Yeah, but, I mean, I could also give me an bit. opportunity to just talk about my sad injustice experiences so far. You know? Ah, I'm sure you've done injustice. Yeah. Uh, let's go talk about Eagle after that. We're going to have uh, FGC news, as we always do, mm-hmm. at the end. And that's the show. Everyone seems to be surprised that you're clean-shaven today. Mmm, I got tired of it. Really? It's uh, basically how it goes. Like, I have a beard until I don't want one anymore. And <laughs> I, was just, I was in the car, and I was like, you know, I don't really feel like Having a beard now. But that's going to last like two days, right? Uh, well, it's going to take longer than for an actual beard to come back, but, okay, you know, okay. certainly by next week's show, <laughs> if I want, <laughs> you'll I'll have be a back beard, to normal. But, uh, I'm not sure I'll want that. It's, it might, I might take a little bit of a break okay, from that. Okay. It's really just a question of how much effort I want to put in. Yeah. If okay. no effort, then beard. Right. So. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about the Red Bull Proving Grounds. Yes. This past weekend, there was a. Really cool event mm-hmm. called the Red Bull Brewing Grounds. Uh, second year in a row that they've done it. Uh, let me see if I can find... I actually haven't pulled up the results yet. Um... Ah, Eagle, just for uh, explanation, is a new character in Killer Instinct. They demoed him earlier today, and he looks really cool. There we go, Red Bull Proving Grounds. Let's pull up the Smash.gg brackets here. Boom. So, uh, I didn't get to watch it very much. I was gone almost the entire weekend. Oh, really? Yes. I watched. I watched the Grand Finals, and that was basically uh, it. Okay, okay. I actually got to watch, like, almost all. Well, I had it on in the background. Yeah. And seriously, on Sunday, like, I even got an achievement on my Xbox One. It was like, you watched the stream for over eight hours. Oh, my God. Like, I didn't even know that was a thing. But it gives you an wow. indication of just how crazy it was. I had it on. I was working on my laptop at the exact same time, doing a bunch of clerical stuff and just other random things. And literally, when I got up to feed my cats, I almost passed out. Like oh, I, I felt all that. this blood rush to That's my bad head. News, buddy. I started feeding my cats, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And I literally almost fell to the floor. Like I had to catch myself, and it was. I'm glad you are okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened, but I've got to take care of myself. So. Agreed. Uh man. Anyways, um, trying to find these Red Bull Proving Grounds online results here. Like right there at the top, you mean? Uh, this one here. Yeah. Well, I think this is uh, is this posted June twenty? Okay, that's two days ago. Oh yeah, there we go. Sweet. Okay, cool. Anyway, so just uh, give the people a little bit of the background on this thing. 
Uh, yeah, so they've been going for... So last year they did Red Bull Proving Grounds. It was only like seven... It was like eight cities, but one of them only had one representative or something like that. Mm-hmm. But they threw three people out from from a bunch... Of, actually, I'm sorry, it was five cities and one from Canada, which right. made 16 players total. Yeah, Van from Toronto. I right, and so they put them into a bracket and they played against each other and the winner basically got to... He, he won the event, right? Got yeah. a free trip to Battlegrounds. This year, yeah. what they decided to do for the first half of the year was very different. They did the same thing, but they added way more cities to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, instead of one Canada city, there's three Canada cities. They added Orlando. They added a Texas city. And so, basically, we had a bunch of cities here, and they all played for each other. And then the top three players from each one not only just got to fl- fly out to... Uh, the Red Bull Proving Grounds uh, mid-season finale, which was just this past weekend, they did so as a team, and it became a team tournament. Right. So all the different cities played each other in a round robin, and not only did the team, the two, there was an East Coast conference and a West Coast conference, right? Oh, I totally did that right mirror image, too, on the the TV. So the winners of each of those round robins would play each other, and the person who won that would get $6,000, and an all-expense-paid trip to Evolution. It's awesome. Not just for those three players, right. but for the entire top eight of that region. Right. So the three players went out to represent them, but all eight players get a free trip to Evo. They all had skin in the game. That was sick. The whole community. Yeah, and I think that was really, really... That was really cool. Yeah. No, we, we talked... Uh have been talking really since Red Bull started doing things in the FGC about how uh, community driven they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They are not about this from a top down level, right? Their mm-hmm. their goal, I mean, I've talked to them about it uh, and they're very explicit about it, is is community up. It's ground up. It's not like top down. All right, like we're going to have like the one fancy tournament and we're going to like get all the money and we're going to have the biggest sponsors and it's going to be the best production and all that stuff. Uh, that's cool. Fine. It's, but it's very different than what they're trying to do. They're instead uh-huh. trying to make it so that communities around North America uh, get more exposure, uh, more of them travel, mm-hmm. um, uh, get more sort of awareness of those players and of their local scenes. And the goal is not just to like lift up those players, like the you know people who won. Right. right? Like it's yeah, not yeah. that's not the goal. Uh-huh. It's it's to it's to make it so that the scene is is stronger. Mm-hmm. The local scene is stronger. Uh, more to get more players and for them to have more money again not just because it's nice to have like the top guy paid out but because you want to get better facilities better streams yeah, like yeah. they the whole the whole plan is very much build up the grassroots later on you know I mean I don't know I imagine their long-term game plan is like later on hopefully that will mean that we're gonna have you know more players more yeah, people watching yeah, uh-huh. more fans maybe they'll be able to get capitalize in some way i don't know but certainly in in the meantime their plan is definitely build it up right and i I love it and and i thought that the way that that they did it was was so good uh because like you said it's not just that the three people who do well that they're the only people who get anything out of it Right. right it's also that their that their scene does and that that makes it so that the scene wants to do better it it sort of rewards the rest of the scene for having done well Makes other scenes look at that and say, "Wow, we got to step it up." Right, like, right. It's just... I mean, we'll definitely talk about that once we get to the team versus one on one because Indeed. that's where a lot of, I mean, a lot of that discussion is going to be in there. So. For sure. 
But um, again, so it came. So basically, the teams played. Each other. Let's go through the uh, talk. Let's talk about how this went down. So there was a bunch of teams that went out there. Uh, we had Orlando, Atlanta, Philadelphia, which was essentially New York. Uh, except for Dark Child. Yeah, he's from Maryland. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's from Maryland. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's so. nobody from Philly in there. <laughs> That's very unfortunate. Uh, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, Toronto, Montreal, and Vancouver. So it's a really good representation from all around the country. I feel like probably the only thing that's missing is like right smack dab in the middle of the states. But, you know, eventually I'm sure it'll get to that point. Um, but uh, the, the teams played the round robins. As we mentioned, there was the East Coast Conference and the West Coast Conference. And the West Coast Conference, and this one was tough. I know there was a lot of uh, debate on this one because three teams finished with a 4-1 record. And that was Team Los Angeles, Team Seattle, and Team Chicago. So Chicago was made up of Brian F., Wave the Cool Kid, and uh, Eric C. with, uh, with Balrog, Rashid, and Fong. Uh, second place was Team Seattle, which was Jabril, Dr. Danny Pham, and JLMN with Vega, Zangief, and M. Bison. And of course, LA was uh, Alex Myers, Commander Jesse, and SD Panoy, Cami Dalsam, Nakali, and Bison, of course, SD Panoy. He signed up as Panoy. That's right. He just signed up as regular. He was Pinoy. not SD San Diego Panoy. He was LA Panoy for Pinoy. that day. Also, we're going to just assume. Yeah, it's fine. Alex Myers lives in L.A. Cool. It's all good. <laughs> he only just moved. He only just moved. This was his final duty as a SoCal representation. Good work out there, Commander Jesse. Representing <laughs> L.A. for L.A. I like it. Uh, but the thing is, they all had a 4-1 record. And like when you went by different tiebreaker uh, criteria, different teams made it and won. And so like through one, which was the direct head-to-head records... I think Seattle was the one that was supposed to go through, and if you went with like different records, then like Chicago was supposed to go through. In the end, they chose to go with overall win percentage, not head-to-head, just overall. And LA had the better win percentage in the end, so they were the ones that qualified yeah. through. So, uh, but to be fair, um, Wave the Cool Kid, man, talk about MVP for the West Coast side. It was him. And on the East Coast side, they talked about Flux Waves as well from the uh, Montreal team. Yeah. I forgot who it was that. said that those two players alone had more wins than some teams. Oh, boy. Yeah, just like Yikes. by themselves, they had a better record than some teams because they just like put in the work. Nice work then. Yeah. Okay. And then on the East Coast, third place was Team Atlanta, which is awesome. Because if you remember last year's uh, uh, Red Bull Proving Grounds, they basically all went 0-2. They all, all got dunked. All three of their players who showed up went 0-2. So this year, they went, uh, they got third place in the East Coast side. And that, of course, is Ice Effect, who returned from last year yep. with Laura. Terrence, who returned from last yep. year with Chun Lee. And King Birdie with Birdie. Mm-hmm. Their third player, which was Squall, um, has moved to Florida. So he is now representing Florida. So. Yeah. Well, I I had heard about King Birdie only the last few months. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, just hearing about him via the Red Bull stuff, uh, I had never heard of him before. Mm, but he, okay. I mean, he, no, I just, I think it's great because he, he's one of these guys who like, uh, I saw one of the Red Bull spiels about him. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, they like did a spiel about that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said that he was like a closet Street Fighter fan for right. a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He was like, 
embarrassed to actually do things about it, but <laughs> he is clearly talented and has picked right. it up really fast. So I, th- I thought that's really cool. And, you know, that's actually really cool because, you know, even us talking about, like, we didn't know who they were. Did you hear, did you see Kami's interview? Mm-mm. He literally said he had no, he had never heard of Esti Pinoy until that event. What? That's weird. This is, this is okay. how it happens, right? Yeah. Like, when you're in the scene, you're like, how could you not have heard of him? But if you're not in the scene, right, it's, it's kind of hard to say. So... Um, it's great to have these guys to get the exposure, you know, like even for somebody like Panoy, who's like massive, he just won a trip to Taiwan, right? He won that Zowie tournament to go to Taiwan. Um, but yeah, it's great to get a lot of the exposure for these guys. Uh, second place was Team Montreal with Flux Waves, as we mentioned, uh, with Armika, he was the notes guy. You mean second place in the East? In the East Coast, in the East Coast, yeah. He had the uh, notes. He was the guy who basically every time before a match they had a sheet of paper and they were looking at it and uh, all the commentators there like said they looked at it and it was like talking about different habits of the players and like that's good so it's really cool he physical he brought like physical notes yeah like on his phone no it wasn't on his phone it was a sheet of paper and they were all looking at him the whole entire time that's awesome I haven't seen anybody bring physical notes (laughs) forever it Uh, was super cool I, I used to have a document that was 25 pages long that I printed out and I would take to the arcades back in like 09 and 10. Oh, man. It's been a while since I've seen that. Uh, Snafu was also there with Dalton. Ah, very good work. And of course, Chirithi with now Karen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's ever... Yeah. Who was <laughs> the best character at the time. Yeah. Started with Chun-Li in season one and season two went to Cammy for a little bit then said, you know what? Karen. He, he's not shy about it either. Yeah, like, it's I know, not like he right? happens to end up and he's like, no, I just happened to play Karen. No, he's like, <laughs> yeah, she's the best, so. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, of course, and then we mentioned first place on the East Coast that got to represent was Team Philadelphia with Kami and Nikali, right. Dark Child and Balrog, and JB with Rashid. Dark Child had some epic uh, trash talking. But, you know, even at one point in time, he admitted it was all kind of, you know, for show and for fun oh, of course, and stuff yeah. like that. So, because, yeah, when they were beating, I think it was like the Montreal. It was one of the teams. Every time they beat him, he was just like, no, like, next yeah. guy, you know. Uh. But it was really cool. Um, but uh, then they went up against each other in the grand finals, East versus West. And uh, Team Philadelphia prevailed. Largely through the amazing play of JB, who also just this morning won King of the Hill as well, you know, because, you know, he's really good. And we chose not to talk about the Red Bull Proving Ground success during today's episode. But we thought it would be too much. Yeah, we just didn't think it would be so right to mention it so immediately after it happened. Yeah, let it let it marinate a little bit. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But JB was awesome, and... To be frank, I mean, I even tweeted this before it started, the, the grand final started. I was like, I've got a root for SoCal, but somehow I think this win is a little more valuable to the Philly team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like financially valuable. Yeah. Because, uh, like, SoCal wins for their one-hour flight to know, Las yeah. Vegas. Right. It's like, come on. Right. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so uh, shout-outs to Team Philadelphia. Dark Child played amazing as well. Really happy for him. Kami played really well as well. And he's another one of those players that's from NLBC that I don't feel like gets the same kind of, uh, you know, uh, showcasing that a lot of the other players. I mean, he's like at every tournament. 
I see he him traveling travel. all the time. He's part of Team Pie. He's with Smug at like yeah. every single tournament. He, he's he's a younger guy. I mean, he hasn't been playing for terribly mm-hmm. long, and I mean, he's already super talented, already right. super good. Exactly. So, uh, good job to Philadelphia. So they were able to take it. They're the ones that are going to make it out, but. Honestly, I mean, you saw the grand finals, right? I did see the grand finals. Dude, JB yes. versus SD. Oh, I'm sorry. JB versus Panoy. Yeah. Every time they played each other was probably some of the best sets that I'd ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, th- those guys are playing. In fact, basically that team was uh, Jesse, Panoy, Myers, and I guess JB. I mean, in, grand, uh, in the grand finals, Dark Chad and Kami didn't play that well. Although right, right. I heard that uh, they did great otherwise. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He OCV'd like one team. So. There you go. Uh, anyway, but those those guys were playing like Street Fighter Five. Like it's not yeah, they were not yeah, playing yeah. like some other games. It was Street Fighter Five. Yeah. It was it was movement and mix ups and fast play and uh, very dangerous stuff. <laughs> and like they, you know, wake up buttons at like or wake up roll or uh, or uh-huh. uh, back roll. Like they had like all of the important mix ups yeah. in there. But I just I feel like that was it was so fun to watch. I already think Dictator is fun to watch. <laughs> He's just a fun character. Uh, I've been saying that since week one. Yeah, I love watching Bison in this game. Uh, no, I've, I've always been like that. Uh, Rashid obviously, is very much a fun and fast character as well. I feel the same way about Dawson. Cammy is Cammy, but, you know, she, yeah, she moves around and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think that that was, like, a really good showing for how interesting Street Fighter V can yeah. be. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of it, some of it is, but a lot of it is not, like, the traditional grounded with punishing mm-hmm. footsie mm-hmm. game that you saw in, like, Street Fighter Four. Or Street Fighter Three, even, uh, but I really feel like it has its own interesting merits. Like I love the movement in the game. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. I think that the defensive choices have to be uh, unorthodox compared to other games, and mm-hmm. really interesting. I, yeah. I loved it. Well, I mean, to to be fair, like I mean, I just think that Bison, like you said, fun character to watch. Definitely. I think Rashid is, you know, he's obviously top. I mean, God, there's so many characters I would put in top I would say five. He's top, 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 yeah. top tier. Yeah, he's top ten for sure, right? He's top tier top for tier. sure. But um, uh, I feel like those two characters really kind of make the game fun to watch. I think that cause it's interesting to me that there was only a Balrog, but there was like no none of the uh, uh, Urians or Loras, you know. And, yeah. Uh, you know. And Dark Child had he just couldn't beat Pinoy. Like he could not right. beat Pinoy. So, um, but. I, like I said, Bison, God, every time I watch SD Pinoy's Bison, it just makes me happy. Like, mm-hmm. I get, like, this weird happy feeling inside. He's you so know? fun, man. Because it's, it's so disrespectful. He's such a <laughs> jerk. so great. Yeah. But he has so many good tools for the, for the context of Street Fighter V. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Yeah. So, um, because Team Philadelphia won it, that means that the people going to EVO are everybody else who was top top eight in their mm-hmm, local scene, mm-hmm. which is uh, JB, Darkchild, and Kami, of course, but also uh, Ludovic, Shin Lad, nice. Therapist, Asar, and King Buffalo. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, that's really cool for uh, Shin Lad and Ludovic, guys who I sort of see around. I knew Therapist a million years ago. Really? Oh, for yes. back from like the Maryland days or something? Back or? when I lived in D.C. Okay, okay. He, Where is he from? Uh, Central Pennsylvania. I don't know if he still lives there, but uh, if anybody knows, let me know. I'd be very interested. But he, he basically, he and his one other buddy, whose name I now don't remember, uh, would come to our locals in Northern Virginia, Mm -hmm. and uh, in for Third Strike. This is ten years ago, 
uh, and they were good, but like they were definitely them by themselves. Like there was nobody else in their scene. Right. Okay. Okay. I don't know what else is was going on there, or if the scene has been built up, or if he's moved, or whatever happened. But uh-huh. I just think it's very cool to see his name in there because uh, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. Right. Well, that's cool. I think that's awesome. Glad to see these guys get coming back in there. And again, these are players. Like I said, it's that whole thing again where you're like, I knew these players because I used to live in that area. Yeah. Nobody else has really heard of him, but it's actually really cool to give these guys a chance. Now, he's going to get to Evo. You know, one of them could make a surprise run through the bracket. You never know, right? right. Especially if they're good and unknown. Right. Right? Because that way, people aren't going to be ready for them, and they might end up losing to these players. So. Yeah, man. I think that's super awesome. So everybody in the Philadelphia scene there... I don't know how many of these guys are actually from Philadelphia. Yeah, I know, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I know Lud's not. Uh-huh. Um, therapist think, wasn't. I'm pretty sure Shin Lad is not, right? Yeah. Um, JB, Dark Child, and Kami definitely all are not. But uh, <laughs> hey, all right. Good job. People who but, live close enough to Philadelphia to drive there regularly. Yeah, well, here's the thing, right? I mean, it's to represent the different sections. Yeah, no, totally. It's the sections. I mean, right? again, so. So the LA team was definitely a San Diego player and a guy who's from SoCal, but now mostly lives in Northern well, California. Now actually just lives in NorCal. Now it just, so. lives, in now it just lives in NorCal. So. So. We can't say too much about that. Yeah. Anyway, it was awesome. Uh, but yeah it was good stuff and again I just feel like uh, they're doing a really good job promoting a lot of the different local I know last year I mentioned Red Bull Proving Grounds is one of my three favorite events right uh, mostly for this same reason and just for a lot of the cool things that they've been doing um I don't know, do you want to, is there anything else you want to say about the event itself? Uh, good job to Cool Kids Now Wife. Last year, oh, um, I don't think she, I don't think they were married yet. No, but, they were not. They right, were not. they were not I thought yet, they were but, fiance, uh, yeah. yeah. It was just uh, engaged, I should engaged. say. Engaged, now they are married, and she is still in there as much as ever. Very cool. <laughs> it's pretty, did you see some of the photos, too? Like, no. there are some great photos out there, yeah. It's, just, it's, a, it's, it's amazing, so. He's, he's a very uh, quiet dude. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. he's he doesn't uh, doesn't yell much. I mean, I don't have him around, around him a ton, but he doesn't yell much, and he's he's, he's, he's very genteel. Yeah, soft spoken, and like you know, he's he's a little jokester, but like he's uh-huh, not uh-huh. like out there with it. And then she is like definitely maximum out there. <laughs> so I think that's a really cool, really cool little mix they got going. Yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. That's how it usually works, right? Opposites attract. Yeah, that's yeah, what they exactly. say. That's what Paula Abdul said in the 80s. No, I'm just kidding. That's right. She was into cats, so that's weird. I've seen that video. I'm not old. I'm surprised. (laughs) There was just a tweet earlier today. It was like, when you make references in the mic and no one gets it, you realize how old you are. Well, I get it. Okay. Um, Okay. Well, uh, one of the reasons that a lot of people did say that they really enjoyed this event, though, was the fact that it was a team tournament. And uh, instead of being an individual tournament, and I saw a lot of people talking about like they should do more team tournaments. And it's interesting because this is kind of like very similar to the discussion that we had uh, earlier in the year when Filipino champ was like, we should have more exhibitions Mm. instead of singular tournaments. And so like, should we do that? And so now it's kind of the same thing. Like a lot of people seem like they want different formats that are not just single tournaments, one-on-one kind of events. And, uh, Look, 
I'll just start off by saying that I think team tournaments are awesome, and I've been championing them for a while. Like, every time I talk to the Texas scene, you know I've said this a million times, like that they should create team tournaments between the cities to help bring up the Texas scene, or even do stuff like have Texas start a rivalry with the Midwest for no reason, for no justifiable reason, but only just to kind of gain that kind of team uh, base play, because I think uh, the camaraderie is really, really important. However... I do think that it's a secondary format. I do think it should be uh, less important than the, the, than, the, than the 1v1. I still think the 1v1 is the most important thing because Street Fighter is still about 1v1. Now, there's a lot of benefits to the team tournament, but I will save that. And, you know, what's your thought on the whole entire thing? Team tournaments happen basically every major. Okay. It's not like some new thing. They're, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, almost every Friday night of a major. <laughs> Some don't do it, but most most do. So, I don't know. It's not like it's rare to see a team mm-hmm, tournament, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I enjoy watching them, but uh, it's not rare. I, what was more compelling to me about this format was that, uh, well, I guess I probably should have mentioned this during while we were talking about the event itself, but um, I really liked how they had the players sitting there, uh, Sort of next to each oh, other, they yeah. could they could talk to each other. There was definitely mm-hmm, like the mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. strategery element going on, right? Like it was strategery. Strategery, yeah, that's right. Um, that was uh, clearly a very big part of it, and I like that. Mm-hmm, like that's mm-hmm. that's more what I care about. Or I like the fact that they're all competing to win the same prize. Like it's important that they win to they can go to Evo, right? right. Or it's important that they win so that the other people who got top eight in their locals. They go to Evo. Like uh-huh. that's what I that's what I liked about this team tournament format. I feel like it really brought out the sort of team aspect of it. Right. Like, typically, when you see a team tournament, it's just like one guy goes, the next guy goes, and it's like, eh. You know. <laughs> um, that's well. That's how I feel about almost all team tournaments, even even great ones like Cooperation Cup for Third Strike. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that's a long, long running Third Strike five v five tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, it still gets big, big numbers in Japan uh, for entrance. But it's definitely like one guy goes and the next guy goes. Right. It's like not, I I don't really feel like that's playing up the team aspect of it so much. So yeah. I, I really like playing up the team aspect of it because I feel like that can then differentiate it between, right. or, you know, enough from singles and team tournament rather than a team tournament just feeling like a succession of singles. Yeah, and, and, so. and to be honest with you, a lot of people have talked about team tournaments as like a basketball or a hockey or baseball kind of thing where it's like, oh, wouldn't it be interesting if we had like players traded from teams? And see, that's I'm not interested in that. Like, what I really want, honestly, is the reason why it's it's kind of going along with what you said. The the most important thing to me about this team tournament was that it was a regional thing. Yeah, that it was the people that you play with and against all the time. For sure. And now what it does is it builds a camaraderie with those people because to be honest with you, some of those people like. The fact that Kami and um, and um, my name, my head is blank. JB, you know, went out to Philadelphia. They were probably seen as rivals, as enemies. Oh, you know, so. like, and so there's probably like some animosity or like, but then as soon as now all of a sudden they're representing your area, you'll try to help them, etc., cetera, right. etc. Cetera. You know, there is this level of camaraderie that you obtain from there. So, like, for example, like all the Orlando guys in there with like uh, CJ Truth and everybody. Like, so maybe they're rivals in there within their own scene because they're clearly some of the best players there, right? And so now all of a sudden it's like, hey, 
CJ Truth and Cruzy, who are both cami players, now all of a sudden have to give each other their cami strategies. Right. <laughs> as opposed to withholding them back from each sure. other. You know, so sure. like, I, I feel like there is a valuable aspect of that team tournament. And that's why I've suggested it to the Dallas scene and to, to the San Antonio and Austin. Like, so that way they can all team yeah. up and learn to fight against the, 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 you know, the um, enemies. The, uh, the, the team tournaments that I have really liked in the past. Mm-hmm. Are ones the ones that I can recall are you know uh, the Canada Cup ones that were like Team USA versus Team Japan or Team mm-hmm. Korea versus whatever else because there is that regional aspect to it mm-hmm. right I think that's exactly yeah. spot on yeah those those are the things that matter if it was you could trade players around I don't care about yeah. that stuff I'm like kind of out of it even in sports now. I don't really care about that in sports. Um, I still care about, like, you know, the California football team or old Golden Bears, but that's only because I went to Cal Berkeley. Right. Like, if I didn't, then I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's just a regional thing. Uh, you know, like, the Ducks, like, they got players from everywhere. Yeah, like, I, I know. I don't um, even know where they're... I don't even follow it enough now to, like, honestly know where they're from. And that's... The, that's, the, that's different than... Everybody being from the same area, I really feel like it's more interesting to watch. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, to be, yeah, because honestly, there's something about regional pride that really sticks with people. Like, it's the one thing that I feel like really kind of sticks with a lot of people so that they really want to represent specific areas, yes. right? That's why you have guys like Combo Fiend and Snake Eyes and all those guys who are all heading up to Northern California and they're like, no, I will be Southern California forever. You know, they refuse to... Chris G comes out to West Coast, and he's like, he's going to be NY Chris right. G forever, right? So there are the, just those... There's something about having that regional pride. So totally. when you actually play in these team tournaments, it's weird. It's like that extra thing at stake. Because like you said, you can root for anyone on the Ducks, as long as they're on the Ducks, right? My, You know, look, this is the typical Asian thing, right? Oh, Michael Chang, got to root for him for tennis, who knows how he plays? Got to root for him. Watch the Olympics. Got to root for everyone who's from China. <laughs> who cares who the hell they are, but you got to root for them. There's just something about this regional pride thing that yeah. I feel like really sticks with people. I'm with you. So I, I do like, uh, I do. Well, yeah, see, Justin Wong is kind of one of the rare cases because he came out to SoCal and he's kind of like. He, he was he was disaffected with New York. I mean, yeah, he wasn't. Uh, like Chris G came out here and he's like definitely in love with New York stuff. Uh, but uh, Justin was not. Yeah, and and not only that, but he's also not. He wasn't even. He never even really took up the NorCal mon- moniker no. either. He's he kind of stayed SoCal because yeah. uh, SoCal treated him well for sure. So. That's right. Um, but yeah, um, that's that's the thing. That's what makes the team tournament exciting to me. That's what made it exciting. And a lot of people in the chat were saying that like it did feel like that trip to Evo was really like high stakes. Like, for sure. That's, and not only that, but. If you lose, and this is kind of tricky too. This is the one good thing about team tournaments, I will say, is that if you lose, you're not necessarily only disappointing yourself. So mm-hmm. you could be one of those guys that's just like, well, whatever, I suck. Yeah, you're, you're right. You, you had five other people in your home city you're coming right. like, come on, come on. Right, come yeah, on. they wanted to go to Evo yeah. too. <laughs> definitely, man. So, you know, there's definitely this level of, uh, uh, you know, you can't let anybody down. And, um, yeah, we have team tournaments on Friday nights all the time, and they don't have that same kind of stakes to they it. They do not. 
they do not. So, you yeah. know, but like if you set up like like I, every time I talk about that Texas thing, like you take the four big cities there, you have the setup between the team tournament. What if all the entry fees were not going to prize money, but they were all for to pay for tickets to Evo and yeah. and the and, and I you know and I mean, that, people have definitely done that in the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. then then you could just imagine how hard they would all want to play to be the Texas city that gets to go try to represent I Evo. I think that would be sick. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I I strongly feel that one one versus one is the most important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I want that to always be the case because. Uh, so I mean, it's obviously a one versus one kind of genre. Yeah, I mean, does it make you feel like it downplays like SBO, which used to be a team tournament, downplays Cooperation Cup a little bit? It downplays them. Do you think it does? Like, do you think it makes it so that they don't feel as important to you as Evo, for example? Oh, for sure, they're not as important as Evo. Okay, okay. I've never thought they were more important. Even okay. when SBO was as big as it ever was, <laughs> I never thought it was bigger right, than Evo. Right. I always thought that format was garbage. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, the one the one nice thing about team tournaments, though, is that you know if you aren't a very good player and you have two teammates who are very good, they might be able to bring you into higher levels of play and mm-hmm. give you more ter- tournament experience and stuff. Yeah, like that. no, you're but, you're you're totally right about how mm-hmm. you know people uh, once they have some commonality among them, like they start sharing things. Right. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if there's some rivalry, then they need to learn things, and then you got to have interplay between those things back and forth mm-hmm. yeah yeah I don't really like one game single elimination what a bunch of nonsense that was. <laughs> I'm so it's glad that worst. tournament's dead it's the worst yeah. I had somebody like at, like they were basically I did a whole rant on whether or not third strike was balanced or not and they were like but dude look at Japan results any character could win on that <laughs> and I was like in a single elimination can't change character one out of one tournament yeah. anybody could win anything anything Sien would have won 19 tournaments with Fong yeah oh sure why not <laughs> in, why not in season one if that were the case yeah so yeah uh-huh. oh, man. it was such crap but yeah anyway uh, Team tournaments, I think, can be cool. I just think that they're not as important as the 1v1, but mm-hmm. I do think that they can be cool as long as they're playing up the team yeah. as yeah. a team. That uh-huh. it matters that they are a team mm-hmm. rather than just a collection of individual players. Yeah, I mean, the worst part about it, too, is whenever you do have those Friday tournaments on at events, they're the Friday tournament. They're not going to be played on Sunday big screen. It's no. like nobody cares. The only time I felt like a team tournament really actually kind of mattered was at Canada Cup mm-hmm. because it was such a played up thing and mm-hmm. it was always felt like kind of the main event and they would play the finals on Sunday and everything yeah. like that. But outside of that, like... That's really about it. Yeah, nobody really cares. And, and People it, tend to pick just their secondaries and <laughs> screw around, you know? And as you mentioned, like the Canada Cup was the only... Like that one was region-based, right. so it was important, right? Yeah. So. Like I remember when... Daco beat all of Team Canada with DJ. Who doesn't remember that? <laughs> I remember that. Oh, man. Poor, poor, poor Canada. Very funny. Poor, poor Canada. Okay. Uh, before we go on break, however, um, I do want to mention, and just for full disclosure, obviously we have talked about, especially I have talked about how much we love Okamoto Kitchen in the past. Oh, yes. Right? So, um, full disclosure, uh, Gerald has said, hey, 
here's a bunch of free food. Would you like to talk about like some of the stuff that's going on? Did you on? get free food? Uh, we haven't yet, but he said he can't do it today, but next week he may deliver us. While we're doing the show, he might deliver. And that would be a great 4th of July, to be honest with you. He's getting some, I don't know oh, if wait, he could do it on 4th of July. Yeah, it is 4th of July. Definitely not going to be here. Oh, dang. Okay, okay. But um, so uh, basically, um, they're going to be at Anime Expo this weekend. Ah. So they're going to have their food truck out in Anime Expo. So if you guys are planning to visit Anime Expo, please, please, you know, head to them. I will definitely be going there, even though I do not have an Anime Expo pass, unless somebody wants to hook me Oh, boy. <laughs> but I will shills definitely upon be going shills. there. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to be doing a lot of shills right now. But um, also, the other cool thing, though, uh, that I want to mention here, uh, I had this up. I think I accidentally closed the window. Uh, one of the cool things that they're doing, though, is they're actually doing an official tie-in event with Atlas for Persona 5. Oh, that's actually really cool. <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're actually, let me see the deals here. So they've actually teamed up with Atlas at Anime Expo. And so there's going to be like special Persona 5 menu items that they're going to sell with people. And um, the coolest thing, too, is they have also officially announced that a second truck has opened up. Called Umetaro? Yeah. Do they name their trucks? They do name their trucks. The first one I believe was Umechan, and this one is Umetaro. So there you go. Well, but, uh, they make good food. Yes, they make amazing, amazing food. And, like, I mean, look, he didn't have to offer us anything to say nice, nice things because that's what we've done the whole entire time. We've known him forever. Yeah, the only reason why I'm going so big on this whole full disclosure thing is because the whole stupid joke about shills is, like, all over the place right now. So it's like. I think you were right to do so. <laughs> Legally speaking, I think yeah, you were right to do so. Absolutely. But, um, you know, they're going to have uh, unique Persona 5-inspired menu items, including LeBlanc curry, uh, I guess, shujin yakisoba pan, and, uh, and a P5-themed drink. I haven't played Persona 5 I yet. assume those are characters. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so this is so the menu is going to be specifically made for... Uh, anime Expo. So, if you guys are traveling to the event, definitely look look out for the Okamo Okamoto Kitchen Truck. Yeah, they do good work. They were at SCR. Oh, they've been on a lot of things. But mm -hmm. Yeah, they make good food. Yep. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. And uh, all right. So, uh, anything else that you wanted to add before we head on break with full Okamoto slides here? So, I'm gonna start eating my dinner, which is individual apple slices and peanut butter and honey. I was. Very lazy today. <laughs> it still looks amazing, though. I don't think it's even good for me. Anyway, let's go to break. All right. Be right back, guys. All right. Well, kind of forgot to put this up there at the start. <laughs> we changed topics. Our, our bad. Yeah. So let's talk about this functions thing. Yeah, All right. What let's happened? Let's talk about functions. So um, there was a GameSpot interview where um, they interviewed uh, Combo Fiend and another Capcom representative. Was it Mike? I think it was. Mike or Mark? I don't remember. Okay. Uh, and, you know, one of the questions invariably asked was, where's the X-Men? Right. And Combo Fiend was like, well, you know, sometimes you can't, you know, you got to look at characters as functions, right? So Magneto was like eight-way air dash. Well, we have Nova in here for you, and he's got eight-way air dash, so he covers that function. So you guys shouldn't have to worry. And the internet exploded. Holy crap, it exploded, and now everyone's mad about it. Functions is the latest FGC meme. 
everyone's tweeting about functions all over the place, and um, everybody is really mad, and everybody is particularly mad at Comofine because he also says something like, well, you know, people might not remember the X-Men anymore, you know, and... Um, <laughs> he did. Uh, he did. It's uh, not not the best couple PR choices, <laughs> but they're like they're not in a great situation. I assume that it's not Capcom's choice that those characters aren't launching in the game, right? Like you gotta assume that, right? I'm sure if they had their druthers, then there would just be Magneto. There'd be Wolf, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Like always. So I don't know what the deal is there, but I just you know they they have to like come up with reasons for why not, right? Right. Without well, without I mean I okay, I assume. Without saying something like, Marvel won't let us do it. Sorry, everybody. If you want to yell at somebody, go yell at Marvel. They're (laughs) the ones who suck. Screw those guys, not us. I assume that they can't say that. So, So, interesting enough. They gotta come up with something. Just announced today, Marvel Heroes 16. I don't even know what platform this is. I don't even know if this is a mobile game. I don't know what the hell this is. But it's a Marvel game that exists out there. Okay. Basically, uh, they just announced that uh, the Fantastic Four characters, including Silver Surfer, will no longer be purchasable in their game, and they cannot maintain them anymore due to licensing reasons. Oh. (laughs) That they do. They're going to maintain, if you already have them, and you have their costumes or whatever, you can keep using them, but you will no longer be able to pick them up ever again. So... Uh, just an indication of Marvel at work, pretty much. Yeah, presumably so. Yeah, and unfortunately for Combo Fiend, look, one of the things that I will say that Capcom really needs to work on is that they know these questions are going to be asked. They should probably work on some answers beforehand, you know, because I don't think they did. Because look, I know Combo Fiend, and I know that's what a lot of people, it's where a lot of my empathy comes from, is that I know Combo Fiend. Yeah, I know Comofine is like the least BSy person like on the oh, planet, yeah. right? Like he will straight up tell you, but like he's just in a position where he's not allowed to be Peter Rosas, that nope. he, that the, the Peter Rosas that he wants to be. Nope. And so, look, I get what he was trying to say. It was stated very poorly, right? Like, honestly, it's like, look, I'm sorry, we can't get Magneto into the game, right? Which he can't say. But right, I was gonna say, yeah, I don't think he right, can say that. He can that, say yeah. that, but if he, it should have been more like, look. Magneto's not in the game, but we understand that people enjoy using him and like his playstyle. So we have Nova here who can at least replicate some of the fun things that he could do. Like if you stated it that way, and honestly, I don't know where the comment about maybe people don't remember the X-Men unless that was a line fed to them by Marvel, because that sounds like something Marvel would make them say. Someone even pointed out that if you go to, I believe, the Marvel website, and, like, there's a section where you act... Like, someone sent me a screenshot of this, that they list all the movie Marvel movies out there. Like, they have some old X-Men movies listed there, but, like, Logan is not listed there. Like, X-Men First Class is not listed there. And, like, they, there's, like, Deadpool is not listed there. Like, they explicitly left them off of that page. So, you know, I don't know what Marvel is doing. I, the IP situation is so weird. <sighs> It's just stupid politics with the stupid Fox well, rights. Yeah, I mean, it's <sighs> law and money and all sorts of stuff. I mean, it's not just politics, presumably. Uh, I don't think, like, anybody's, like, out to get somebody else. It's, like, more like we need to act in such a way as to maximize our legal and mm-hmm. our legal rights mm-hmm. and financial, you know, whatever. Uh, we, I mean, it sucks in any case. So, um, you know, abolish copyright. But other than that, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? 
So it's an unfortunate situation for Kamal Fiend, and I think a lot of people are giving... It's definitely Marvel versus Fox. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people are definitely giving a lot of uh, flack to, to Kamal Fiend, and again, it's probably because I know him and he's not some nebulous representative member of like non-existence right. in the world out right. there that like I see this and I'm like... God, I feel so bad for him because he was kind of probably tongue-tied. Like, he was, like, his his hands were tied. He couldn't say what he actually wanted to say. And it definitely came out wrong. And just the extreme, extremeness that people have taken those comments, I think, is kind of unfair to yeah, Kamalfine. But, I don't know. Like I said, I have a personal bias because right. I'm friends with Kamalfine, right? Yeah, so. if this was Doucheface Jones representing X and Y company and... Brazil, like I, who I had no connection with, <laughs> then yeah, like it's gonna be tough to react in the same way as like the dude I used to play video games with in the arcade, right? It's, I, I, right. it's, it's hard, it's hard for me to be, um, uh, you know, to like not have a side either. So I definitely get it. He, he, I'm sure would like to be as straight shooting as he can be because yeah. that is definitely his mm-hmm. personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, in Brazil, that's right. I, whatever, someplace far away from me. Uh, you know what I'm yeah. trying to say. Uh, and again, it's like you can't throw Marvel under the bus. And like y- you look at the way Marvel is these days. I mean, it's not even these days. Like I like to tell the story about the time that I helped Game Fan Magazine work on the Marvel Superheroes Arcade Strategy Guide. Okay. Right. So this was Game Fan. This was with guys like George Ngo and and La Akira, who worked at, who worked at Game Fan Magazine, and uh, Anthony Chow, the guy that I worked directly with. Uh, on the actual thing. So basically, I knew all the combos, so I recorded all the combos, like did them live, and he screen capped them, and they had the technology back there. We made this awesome guide, giant Marvel superheroes guide. They submitted it to Marvel, and it came back, and I shit you not, the comments on there written were like, why is Hulk kind of brown in this picture? Like, change this phrase from web slinging to like web shooting, or like, like literally it was... Yeah. As anal retentive as it right. could possibly be, and even the Hulk picture that they said Hulk looked too brown, they got from an official like Marvel source. Like they were yelling at their own picture. Like, I totally believe it. The magazine never got published. Oh, the, art, the, the 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 guide never got published as a way to thank me. Anthony Chow gave them to me. I actually have the things that went to print. I, never, I have I never knew this. all of the documents with all of the markups on there. And you know what, dude? I should just spend a whole stream just going you through should. every that one of those You should. That sounds awesome. Markups. I should just go through every markup. Let's not forget That's about great. the story about the elementary school that painted a bunch of Marvel characters on one of their walls mm. for their kids. And Marvel told them to take it off. Yeah. Or they would sue the school. I think I, I, think I was Disney. Uh, yeah, it was, no, they had one with like Captain America and a bunch mm. of stuff because Dis- Disney has definitely done that. After well, that was announced, DC offered to go and repaint it with yeah. nothing but DC okay, characters. Yeah. <laughs> now, D- Disney since forever and Marvel as well. They are litigious companies. They mm. they guard their IP rights very jealously. Uh, too much for like the modern world. It's mm. like absurd that are like living in the '60s. It's crazy, mm. but that's what they do. Uh, I really wish it was different, but it's not, and you like can't do anything about it as an outsider, <laughs> unfortunately. <sighs> yeah, so now, now especially that Marvel is within Disney, mm-hmm. I, you know, I can totally see like their two 
legal departments just getting together and shaking hands. Yeah, all right, nice work on the anti, you know, uh, kids home thing. Right. Uh-huh. Good job. Yeah, you really, really screwed those kids. Nice work. I, that makes total sense to me that they would just combine and I'll be fine. It's so frustrating, too, because Disney kind of owns my soul in a lot of way. I love Disney films. I love sure. Pixar. Sure. I love Star Wars. Sure. I love the Muppets. All I love Marvel. All, yeah, a lot of great stuff there. I love Disneyland. <laughs> the, the creative sides of those companies, they have done a lot of good work. Oh. The other sides of them are basically a bunch of butts. What? I mean, it's just like, it's so tough, right? And like, I think DC movies are all trash except for Wonder yeah. Woman. But DC, I mean, well, they have their own problems. They definitely have their own problems. Like, you've heard a lot of things that they've done, right? That they basically try to purposely change the designs of their characters oh. so much so that the original creators no longer have any holdings on them so that they don't have to pay them any royalties for anything. I have. Yeah, so they do a lot of things like that. So. Lawyers, man, I'm telling you. They're, they're well, too see, many. that's the thing is, Disney can't just pay Fox for the X-Men. Fox is like, you can't pay Fox enough money for the amount of money they're making on like these X-Men right. movies, right? Yeah, like, they, yeah, right. Like you can't just get the rights back so easily. Uh-huh. Cuz Fox is like no 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 we're making a shit that we can keep making a shit ton of money right. as long as we make good movies like Logan, right? And right. you know, even and, when they weren't making great movies, they were making money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's not yeah. that and and Spider-Man was Sony, but Spider-Man sucked. The the the, the amazing Spider-Man with with uh what's his face? Andrew Garfield. I didn't even see the second one because the first one sucked so yeah, bad. I, I heard right? so I didn't watch. Yeah. So and then I heard the second one was even worse because they tried to make it a Spider-Man multiverse again. They were going to introduce the Sinister Six and do all this stuff and like you could just tell they were trying to set something up and it just wasn't going well. So those movies all flopped. That is the only reason why Marvel. That's why Marvel is is basically kicking the X-Men to the side. They're trying to make the movies flop. Which they can't succeed because the X Men are too iconic. Yeah. Right. But Spider Man flopped. Not saying that Spider Man isn't iconic enough. The movies just sucked enough that they yep. flopped, <laughs> and um, they got him back. So Sony was like, "All right, you win. Here, we'll make a new movie, but it'll be in the MCU. We'll just distribute it, but you get like a bunch of the money and all this stuff. Let's do it." And that's how we showed up in the Avengers. That's why in a couple of days we're gonna have Spider Man Homecoming. And uh, it's, it's part of the MCU, even though it's distributed by Sony. Right. They just haven't been able to do that with Fox because Fox is making too much money off of their movies. So, anyway, Combo Fiend's hands are tied. He can only say certain things. Yeah. Again, assuming. I haven't talked to them about this directly, but presumably that's how it's working. Mm-hmm. So, you gotta, like, as, is, as Combo Fiend, you have to d- defend it in some way. Uh, I agree with them, as you know. Right. I don't care about characters as characters terribly often. Mm -hmm. Uh, There may be like two examples of that in all the fighting games for me. Like in general, it just doesn't matter to me. Was it Q? Yeah, Q and Dan probably. Oh, Dan. Okay, okay. But that's really it. Although to be honest with you, you would probably be happy if Dan were actually made good one of these days, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other characters I play, I don't care about them as characters. I don't care if Zangief had some different personality. I don't care if Dalsam had some... It doesn't matter to me. Right. But I know, and so when it came to like me playing Marvel three, I never played Marvel two, not competitively anyway. Mm-hmm. I just picked who like look who's the grappler. Okay, yeah, she looks all right. Uh-huh. She Hulk, and uh, uh-huh. okay, the, the Doom looks like he's got a good assist and whatever. Yeah. I don't care. But I know that that's not how many people are. Right. So I... uh, even if Combofine feels that way, even if he just picks characters because they do a certain thing, mm-hmm. I think that is kind of how he does it. Uh, you got to know that other people don't feel like that. 
Mm-hmm. And furthermore, it's really just the competitive folks and not even most of the competitive folks who feel that way. Yeah. Like, that's minority within the competitive scene, <laughs> let alone everybody else who that's completely foreign to. Yeah. I, I, I've had a conversation just, with know, uh, one of my best friends a long time, for one of my all-time, like, lifetime best friends. Um, you know, he was always arguing that what they should do for fighting games is remove the personalities and reduce them all basically to functions. You know, like, here's the grappling yeah, character, here's this thing, and, like, you can customize them to how you look, so you have your individual one, so Infiltration will have his version right. of this. And, and I was like, that's just not going to how it works in the fighting game community. And it's interesting in, in because anything, really. he, he wasn't sure that he believed me. And this whole conversation now, I can just take to him and be like... Yeah. <laughs> But that's how, I just told this whole entire thing. And that's how like, people always are. I mean, yeah. but it's it's in in anything, people care about the characters or, mm-hmm. or the sort of personality mm-hmm. of things. Whatever you like, you you care about that stuff. It's it's rarer. Even again, even among competitive people, it's rare right to not care about the character. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, look, you're talking also to character loyalists of I the know. century, right? Yeah. So, like, I'm playing Cammy. In Street Fighter Five, even though I don't like her functions in Street Fighter Five, That's what I think means. that they're really terrible, and uh, she makes me mad. And well, so, good like, but boring. Yeah, right? uh, she's good. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. No, I know. Okay, no, no, she's I one of the best. I just wanted to save you from the. Yeah, 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 for, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, look, I don't like the way she plays, and I've been trying to find another character, and I feel like I'm running into the same problem with Catwoman and Injustice right now, which is fine. Because I'll try to find another character yeah. to play there as well. I, I'm not married to Catwoman at all. In fact, I have yeah. absolutely no attachment to Catwoman whatsoever. Which is why I was thinking about Harlequin. Because I've always loved the Batman anime series. I've always liked the Flash, right? So that's why I kind of want to use the Flash. But I keep hearing from people that he's not that great. So like, I want to use different see how that goes. But I also want a Sony character yeah. to feel something different. Sure. You know, so. Well, we'll talk about that. Over here, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah I mean, like, like I, I, I really like Scarecrow in that game, but I definitely picked him up because he looked like he's a grappler with zony buttons. Right, that he also has a sick personality and has a plague doctor mask. Like those are those are the cherries on top. And right. if some born if like Firestorm, who I think is terrible and boring, if he had a plague doctor mask, I wouldn't be playing him. I don't care about it that much, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to zone and grapple and whatnot. Dude, <laughs> so. I was playing against a Scarecrow online. He has, like, a half-screen overhead. Oh, tell me How about it, man. Okay, anyways, uh, we'll talk about this when we get over there because, dude, I, oof. anyways. Um, but, yeah, I'm character loyalist to the core. I only pick people because I like the way they look. Although, strangely enough, I think I picked Johnny mostly just because I, I thought miscanceling was just, like, the coolest thing mm. ever because it, that was the main reason why I picked him when I first played Guilty Gear X yeah. because it was like you had to cancel all your normal moves into the stance cancel thing and I was like this just sounds fun no I mean look it, it, even for people who care about characters as you do uh-huh. of course it makes sense also that you're gonna pick characters you yeah. think are fun yeah, yeah. like there's uh-huh. it's not it's rarely nine, nine, 90% one in terms right, of yeah, yeah. it's rarely that and, it's, and, it's usually a mix and since then you know I mean even now even back then when I picked Johnny he's just a He's just a freaking badass, right? Cool like Johnny, there's super, no doubt, man. And my character loyalty for that character has now gone to the point now where you know I've played him throughout XX, where he just got nerfed in every version until finally plus R, which was like 19 years later, right? 
Now, of course, at Exert, he's godlike, so that's, that's hey. great for me. Investment, but, right? <laughs> exactly. But, you know, it's, it's, it's always been, you know, character loyalty. It's always been aesthetics yeah. for me that, that I, I go with characters. Sure. Uh, King, it's always like one or two main things. Like, I played King in Tekken just because I wanted to powerbomb people out of the air. I just thought that was the sweetest way to end a juggle combo was yeah. to powerbomb people out of the air, and I like grapplers. Then someone's out, someone's like... He has a cat head, that's why. And I was like, God damn it. Like, no. I totally didn't realize. Like, if you think about it, I play Cammy. She loves mm, cats. Your cats I play Felicia. She is a cat. Yes. I play Catwoman. She dresses like a cat. And now I play King, who has the head of a cat. That's <laughs> like, pretty weird. What the hell is going on? This is all before I owned cats. <laughs> didn't you play, uh, there's some other cat character you played. Uh, I played, oh, I played Talkaka for a I little bit too. I played Talkaka. Yeah, you're right. I did. I played another cat yep. character. Jesus. That's weird, man. I do not like Lucky Chloe. I will not play Lucky Chloe. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. There, there have been some characters in some games that I don't play because I just couldn't look at the character. Like, that's that has happened a couple okay, of times. Okay, okay, okay. But really just like a handful of examples right, across right, all right, games. Right. So. Not that big a deal to me, but again, I know it's very important to many people, and you don't want to minimize mm-hmm. that sort of much bigger segment of the population than, yeah. than the people who view them as functions. You don't want to minimize them because then that's you're minimizing the biggest section. Yeah, so. and, and it, it is super important. And, and, is. and again, like, I mean, just going back to the original topic about the functions thing is like a lot of people started coming out with like, oh, he should have handled it by saying it like this and saying like this. I just, I, I honestly don't know what he what he was supposed to do. Right, it's, it's such not a, a good situation. situation. Yeah. It is. It's a really, really crappy situation to be in. And, and, and I just, like, I think about if I were in that situation, like, would it just, like, would it be, it would have been better off probably had they asked the question, they're like, sorry, we can't answer that, don't put that in the interview. Which mm. sucks in its own way, except you just don't know that it sucks because you don't know it happened. But, like, I feel like maybe that should have just been the answer. Like, look, so. there's just no good answer for this question. I can't answer it. Because, like, yeah. no matter what you say, even if you say, like, look, we understand fans love these characters. We can't get them in here right now, but we have these. As soon as you say that, everyone knows exactly what that means. You're still throwing Marvel under the bus, sure. right? Like Marvel, like I, I've I've stated this. I was like, what Marvel wants, Marvel gets. That's how they are. And I've even been told before, like they credit themselves with everything, right? So even if you make an awesome Marvel game, like they're gonna want ninety percent of everything out of that because they're like the only reason why it's good is because you have our characters. You know what I mean? Like, that's their attitude. That's their attitude with everything these days. And so Always. you can't beat those guys. So, like, I'm surprised that this this uh, this Marvel Heroes 16 thing stated it like we, like, well, they stated it as a different company's licensing issue. We do not lo- no longer have the, uh, that we don't actually have. Let me read the exact quote out of here. Let sure. me see if I can find it here. <clears throat> um, why do I have to log into this? Um, I've been able to look at this thing without logging in before on the mobile device. It's almost like it's better on the mobile device than it is on the... That could be. I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest with you. Yeah, companies are weird sometimes. Um, but yeah, this this is part of why uh, there's so much just bland PR speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. It's not for no reason. It's not. It's not because the companies themselves originally thought something like, "Wow, we better 
not be direct and honest about things because that would be better for us. Like, nobody starts out like that. Right. Instead, you say a thing, there's a big backlash, you think, we should have avoided that backlash. Next time we're going to do so. And, like, you're going to just squeeze yourself into a box a little bit. Mm -hmm. And each time that happens, you know, there's, like, some interesting part that you say that's out of the box, and then next time you're like, oh, got to squeeze that one in the box, and you got to squeeze it all. Ultimately, you're just caught in a little box, and there's not Mm -hmm. that much that you can say at that point. That's why it develops, is this exact process. Yeah, uh, some people are asking, you know... But, I mean, I, I, I sort of get it. Like, I, I get why people are mad. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I get why, co- why companies would not allow this to happen in the first place. Yes. Uh, Crappy, someone, but understandable. Someone is asking, like, but X-Men were in the Marvel's mobile game. And it's, like, one of the same groups that's helping with MVCI. How come? And it was, it was because uh, I had some people mention this on my timeline as well, that some of the mobile games that do have X-Men characters in there came up were created before the band mm-hmm. you know so it might have been something in the contract already that said that they were allowed access to these characters to make and it might have been too late for Marvel to, to go against it because it's the same kind of situation with contracts that's why they're stuck in this Fox situation because right. they basically told Fox as long as you keep making movies you get to maintain the license like there was no expiration date it was right. literally like Absurd. as long as you keep making these movies and so that's why Fox keeps churning out X-Men movies because they have a quota to fill to maintain the license. Yeah, and they make money doing it. And so. they're going to keep doing it. So. But you know what? It's uh, From another side, it's not even that accurate. Like, Nova doesn't play like Magneto. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's not yeah. even that yeah. accurate, unfortunately. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. <sighs> but, yeah, it's an unfortunate situation. Hopefully those characters come in at some point, but it sounds like don't don't bet on it. Right. It's always one of those things where it's like, as soon as you get asked that question, why aren't the X-Men in the game? Like, Capcom reps should just be like, can you just shoot me now? Nah. Can you just kill me now, yeah. please? I just like... But you're right, they, they've got a game plan about it and yeah. figured it out, so... <sighs> okay. Crappy, but alrighty. There you go. Uh, shall we move on to the next topic, then? Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Injustice Let's talk about Inge. Here. Inge 2. Okay. What was, so, so, so... What's the story behind this right now? A little bit like Hayate right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Actually, keep talking. I'm going to do something really quick. Yeah, sure. Uh, I briefly wanted to talk about this, and James wants to talk about it too because he's been playing. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about how some of the characters are uh, getting a little bit too much of a rap one way or the other. And this happens in like every game, right? And in every game, there's a set of characters that get too much credit and not enough credit. It always mm-hmm, happens, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's happening in particular in Injustice. I mean, it's happened. It happens in Street Fighter Five for sure. Balrog gets too much credit. Like he's clearly a good character, but it's, you know, he's like not absurd. I mean, that's he's definitely not absurd. <laughs> Fact. Uh, no, he's not. He's, he's not. He's really good. There's yeah, of course, uh-huh. but there's nobody who's absurd in that game. There's nobody who's mm-hmm. terrible in that game. Like there's right. the it's. You know, good and bad, but not awful and tremendous. Uh, same way in Injustice too. But in that in that scene, in the NRS scene, uh, it's been rare that they have had a chance to like really just explore a game for the first time. Right. Ultimately, it ends up each of the last three games has ended up with a final patch that lasts for about a year, and then they get to explore things and you know you figure mm-hmm. stuff out. But uh, in the in the initial sort of release, initial year of a release. There tends to be a ton of patches, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and so when people th- say things like that uh, X or Y character is too good or too bad, what they're hoping for is that there's going to be a patch. And guess what? Sometimes there is. Right. Not uncommonly. 
Um, so it, it like you don't often go through the sort of uh, this is a good character. What counters that character? Let's play that the counter instead. Oh, the counter is actually better than the first character. Like that <laughs> happens in every game, but has not often happened in uh, in NRS games. Right. It is happening now, and that's I think part of why we're seeing uh, in the NRS scene a lot of people talking about Black Adam and a lot of people talking about Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Uh, previously talking about Atrocitus and Deadshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deadshot was the first one. Deadshot was, was the, the first one of the game. Like, oh, if you have a gun, not, yeah. you're, like, the first one. <laughs> I mean, it was obvious, but uh, a lot of people... So, uh, again, there's, there are talented players in, the, in those scenes, and there are people who can, who can sort of lab up and, and figure stuff out, but they just, like, I haven't had to in that right. way. So if they see something is really good, they just think, hmm, change it. Yeah. That's, like, yeah. the first reaction. And, 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 you, and you get things like what happened in Injustice 1, where um, whatever Deadshot was called in that game. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Uh, <laughs> Where he he was nerfed really early. Yes. And he ended up being pretty bad until they buffed him again. Right. Because uh, uh, people didn't want to like take the two weeks to figure it out. So and in Injustice Two, they're getting that time, and as a result, they're they are still very concerned about tears, even though the right. sort of tournament and, results haven't backed that up. And I know that this isn't necessarily real, but did you see the the video that Sonic Fox posted up today, where like Aquaman did the low into the stabby and he backdashed out of it? and punished him while he was oh, stabbing. Yeah, so he was just like, as soon as he did the low into the, you know, the very common string that, that Aquaman right does. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, he starts with the poke and does that, and as soon as, like, the first stabby spike hit him, he just backdashed out of it, armor back three, and just, like, blew him up. And he was like, well, you're all done, Aquaman players, right? Like, stuff like that can change a game drastically. Of course. However... Someone was saying you just weren't forward dashing fast enough with the Trident Rush. And right, Trident Rush can move itself. Yeah, forward. so someone showed a video where they tried it and it caught up with them. But I think some characters with better backdashes might be able to take advantage there of it. There you go. Right? Like, I think Catwoman's going to be able to do that all day because her backdash is really far, right? Or if you have, I don't know, maybe you should test Cat, Catwoman back three because it moves backwards very fast. And if there's right. if there's enough of a hold that you can backdash, maybe you can get the armor off of back three. I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot of stuff to be figured out still. Uh, but people are still talking a lot about Black Adam. So Deadshot, everybody's concerned about, right? Right. Then Toryukin comes, and there's one in top eight, and Combo Breaker comes, and there's one in top eight. Neither one mains those characters. Right. It's just counter mix. <laughs> uh, and then everybody's talking about Atrocitus after Combo Breaker, and then CEO comes, and there's one in top eight, and that guy played, like, Bane and Darkseid and stuff. So right. Didn't even main that character. Uh, now everybody's talking about Black Adam and Aquaman. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I don't think there are going to be Black Adams and Aquamans in top eight at Evo. Mm-hmm. I think there probably will be. But... What I what I am super confident in saying is that nobody's going to be there as a main of either of those two characters. Nobody's going to play those characters exclusively hmm. and get into the top eight. Um, and furthermore, that there's going to be fewer. This is more likely that fewer than you might expect. Like there have been three to four in previous tournaments, two to three, something like that. Mm-hmm. But for a top tier character to have two or three reps is fine. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a big deal. Uh, and and even in this last uh, event at CEO, right. like, maybe, does Joker counter Batman? I don't know, maybe. Does Green Arrow care, uh, counter Superman? It kind of seemed like maybe. Uh, uh-huh. people and think Scarecrow countered everybody. Maybe Scarecrow, yeah, he did, in fact. But uh, he might he might beat Black Adam outright. So, like, he might so, go even so, with Aquaman. So How did anybody think Scarecrow wasn't a good character? He has a freaking half-screen overhead and a half-screen sweep. I don't know, James. His, his sweep <laughs> is plus one on block. 
I was playing. It's ridiculous. Against, I was playing against the scarecrow online. I was half screen away from him, and he hit me with something, and I died because I wasn't didn't block it because I didn't know it was half screen overhead. From half screen four three, you get, if it hits, you get a dash up and do a full combo. I was just like, what the hell? He's, I, I I honestly I don't know. I mean, remember when I when I first got Injustice too, and I was trying the characters out. Uh-huh. I, I was like, I think Scarecrow's really good. In like week one, uh-huh, uh-huh, and uh-huh. Uh, I don't—I wasn't the only person saying that, but very few were because everybody was talking about Deadshot, oh, Atrocitus, and yada yada. It's uh, there's this weird myopia. I don't know. People don't people don't see it. Scarecrow is the character right now. I have consistently lost to the worst. He's really good. <laughs> Like I can't. He has great footsies. He has great pressure. He uh-huh. has good safe wake up. And now he has, he has good ga- mobility. Yeah, he has this gas wake up thing, which I don't. Yeah. How, okay, so here's another question that I just have to ask: How are you supposed to stop a lot of wake up attacks? Like Captain Cold has the build the wall wake up attack. Oh, how are you supposed to get around him? Yeah, like so. If you know he's gonna wake oh. up with that, how you can't you can't. It's not like an uppercut that you can bait out and punish. Oh uh, yeah, I mean you can. Um, he you can just jump over it. Like. When he gets a jump over the other side, basically. Need, why are you talking about Captain Cold or Scarecrow? Captain Cold. Oh, yeah, Scarecrow. Uh, Captain Cold. Yeah, you can get to his behind. Um, okay. And also, when he does the wake up this thing, the uh, the wall, uh-huh, if, when uh-huh. he meter burns it, there's a hole in between. Oh, okay. So you can press a button there. Um, Cause like or I'm... you can just do meter burn back three. Oh, right. Just arm meter burn three. It. Okay. Bust okay. it. That's so all. meter burn three basically is the solution to kill a lot of those things. Yes, then, right? definitely. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> again, I wasn't the only one who said that Scarecrow was good. Like uh, talking with uh, White Boy, who won CEO, obviously he uh-huh. said, "Yeah, the character is great." Like, why didn't anybody think that? <laughs> and I, I, I was talking with uh, uh, Rico there, Rico Suave, who said that he thinks Scarecrow is like sixth or seventh best in the game, and Gross was right there, and he was like, yeah, definitely top ten character. <laughs> like, this, it's not like a secret, it's just, he, he wasn't being talked about in the way that the other characters were being talked about. So, I suspect that's the case with at least a few other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, people were talking about Darkseid a lot earlier, I, you know, don't really hear that much now, I don't think he's bad at all, but don't really hear that much now. Is Catwoman great? Probably. Mm-hmm. Harley seems really good. Lantern seems really good. Uh, Ivy seems good. Like, a lot of characters seem like they are good or will be good. Mm-hmm. And again, Joker 3 0 Forever King. I, maybe he's good. <laughs> he doesn't seem bad to me, but mm-hmm. I don't know. You know it's... I mean, a lot of people are saying that Batman you know, is really strong. Ah, uh, I think Batman's the best myself. Oh, really? That's who you think is the best character right now? I do, I okay, do. Okay, uh, the, the problem with, uh, with Black Adam is that you have to get hit. You have to let yourself get hit. Okay. Like, he doesn't have... His overhead low mix-up a game is bad. Mm-hmm. His lows are 26 frames startup, and he goes like this when this starts. You so can see it So it's better to block him? Always block overhead. Okay, okay, um, okay. His, his footsies are one string, and it's a high. Uh... He, uh, w- once he pops straight, if he, like, pressures you and then he pops it straight, his follow-up hits, if he gets a combo, are not super damaging. Okay. Damaging, but, like, not, like, the 600 damage. Uh, so he, like, clearly has problems. Uh, his wake-up's terrible. Uh, so I saw has, a lot of people He has invincibility, me, yeah. but, uh, it runs out before the hit comes. Oh, really? Right. So, so you have a meaty enough of attack, you get to blow him up, basically. You don't even have to mediate. I mean, because, uh, he has so many, so long before the actual hit comes out. Which one is his wake-up attack? The lightning cage. Oh, the, okay, like, okay. explosion. Gotcha. Um, so you he, can, like, whiff a button and block in time, basically? Oh, yeah, it, for sure. In fact, what you, should, what you can just do is, like, 
pressure him with like one one like multiple buttons and it'll just bust right through it's, oh it's really bad. i see what you're saying gotcha gotcha okay, okay so he has he clearly has problems uh but people don't talk about that stuff instead they, they talk about how he can get over a zoning projectile or, or whatever it is or like, his damage or his, or his dive, damage. ex dive kick is safe it's plus right uh-huh. yeah it's advantage uh-huh. i mean he clearly has strengths but he also clearly has weaknesses and uh i guess that's what I expect to, to happen in the future is for characters like him who are clearly good right. but also clearly obvious and clearly have problems to not end up being this kind of absurd mega character that everybody I has for, to play. I forgot who it was who tweeted this out. I definitely retweeted it, but it was someone saying, like, if you're serious about fighting games in any capacity and you don't spend an hour on every character at least a little bit in the game, to find out what they do, then you're not going to get good, right? Mm. And so, like, I fight Harley Quinn online, and when I see her tantrum stance, it just feels like this giant, like, whoa, she can do this and, like, chain forever. And then I played her, I'm like, this is really limited. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right? I'm like, you can't do anything off of this at all. And so your perception of what a character can do is oftentimes wrong. Oh, sure. So if you play against a black, I mean, if you just took the time to spend an hour on Black Adam and see what he can do, I'm sure it'll be very, very different than what it actually... And then that will help you fight them. That Definitely. will 100% help you fight them. Definitely. And like I just took Tekken online for the first time. I played Tekken online for the first time. I intentionally went in there not knowing anything about any character because I just wanted to show what it's like. Yeah. And I just got slaughtered by a bunch of characters. So I just don't know where their strings are. You yeah. Know? Now, Tekken's a different case because it's not like you can go to Injustice and learn their 30 moves and be like, okay, this is how they work. Because mm-hmm. Tekken, like, King's move list has 200 moves on it. Like, yeah, okay, literally. <laughs> but for games like Injustice, very important. Like, I, I wanted to use Poison Ivy because I thought she would be kind of interesting, right? And when I played her, I didn't really like her moveset. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, she really doesn't have that much. Like, it would, yeah. like, like, like a good mid-range character. Yeah, compared to what I, from just watching her, what my brain interpreted it as really broken. Uh, yeah. You okay. know, like she wasn't nearly as crazy as I thought. Sure. And as soon as you take the time to learn why your character isn't as crazy, so if you don't take the time to play Black Adam and not even like use him online, but just go into training and be like, why is this move so slow? Or why don't I have any lows? Right. Like, that just changes everything, right? And right. that's 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 one of the keys to learning how to fight. If you're fighting a character that you hate him that much, go use them for an hour and find out. Sometimes you'll find out they are really good. Oh, yeah. But sometimes it's not always the case, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, even Batman has some some issues. His bats, when, when, when they come out, they're really plus on hit. If you get hit by his little bat trait, uh-huh. you're there and hit stun for, like, a long yeah, time. Yeah. Uh-huh, but if you uh-huh. block them, there's very, very little block stun. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you just press a button. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's counters to everything. Nothing is absurd. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing in modern fighting games is that absurd. Just... Yeah. As a general rule. If it is... Or, or is counterable. Okay, so... Some things are crazi, here's but the th- counterable. Here's the thing. If the moves are really as broken as you said they would be, then we would see tournaments where 50% of the people are using just that move. Yeah. Like, but the fact that someone is not winning just by spamming one move over... Like, let's go to ST. Let's make Akuma legal in a tournament. Oh, uh, right. Okay, yeah. we'll see... You'll see what truly busted right. is, right? So you jump back, fireball, yeah. and then someone's going to master the Kara cancel red fireball, and then that's it. You're right. dead, right? Yeah. People don't know. If, if you cancel a light attack Kara cancel into the three-hit red fireball, which is supposed to have gobs of delay at the end of it, it gives it the jab version delay so that you go, whoop, whoop, pop, 
and then it's done. So yep. literally characters like Fei Long, if you have him in the corner and you do Kara cancel jab, red fireball, fear, heavy red fireball, Kara cancel jab into red fireball, there is zero that he can do. He He's can't stuck. jump out of it. He can't uppercut because you're too far away. You just block, 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 and you're dead. Yes, it's terrible. And that is that is true broken right there. Correct. That is Nothing like that broken. exists nowadays. Yeah. So, I, I don't know, I guess my point is just that I wish people would take a little bit more time and, and experiment a little bit more and not jump to conclusions. Because mm -hmm. the conclusions are bad for everybody. Like, it, it now, you know, people, you, you told me that, somebody told me, that you were sitting next to F Champ at during uh Yeah, yeah, I was sitting next to him. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like, Where's Deadshot? Yeah, uh -huh. right, at CEO. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like, I thought everyone said Deadshot was broken. Where's Deadshot? How come I don't see him in this top eight? That's a bummer, man, because like now as somebody who doesn't really pay attention oh, to the game, right. he he, okay, okay. he sort of extra doesn't pay attention to the game uh -huh, because uh -huh. he's just expecting it to be dead shots and whatever. It's not. But, like, that's the public perception, and that becomes its own reality, and it matters on its own. Mm -hmm. I really wish that that wouldn't happen. Yeah, like, even a move like Balrog stand heavy kick. Really good button. Crush counters. Goes into big combos and everything like that. Like, use Balrog for a little bit and throw that button out. And you'll actually find out that it has really terrible range. It's not that big. Uh, it, I mean, all the, all the numbers on it are good, plus whatever. Right, yeah, 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 obviously. But uh -huh. it is out there for a while. And yeah. a lot of characters, if they happen to jump a little bit before you press that button, mm -hmm. you're going to get hit. Yeah, and like I said, you it can't just, it just doesn't have the range that you think it does. Yeah. Like, it feels like it, because when he hits your limbs, he crush counters you and you die. But it's a pretty laggy move. If he, yeah. if he just sits there and hit heavy kick random willy-nilly, he's going to be basically unable to move for a large chunk of time yeah. in which you could take advantage yeah, of it. There are clear... Right? clear issues with that character there are clear issues with all the characters that exist nowadays mm -hmm. uh, and I really wish that people would investigate a little bit more first there's there's a lot of uh, moaning and injustice too maybe again maybe some of it's legit I don't know which characters are great or bad necessarily but people are upset with how Wonder Woman is they think that she's terrible or you know some people think that Firestorm's terrible um, you know that that stuff exists, but I don't know if that's accurate. Maybe maybe some Firestorm will come along and be ridiculous with that guy. Maybe maybe there's something about the character that I'm missing, uh, and you have to be open to that. You can't go around saying, sort of, with any real proclamation that those characters are terrible right. without taking some time. Uh, at CEO, um, somebody I might have been Katana Prime picked Wonder Woman as a way to try to counter some other character. Uh huh. Uh, and it kind of worked. Oh, cool. Okay. okay. Maybe that's the right. Maybe that's the right call. Like you, you just you got to see how it ends up. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, give it time, and I think it's cool that people are giving it time now. They should. I mean, it's like I said, it's too bad that that um, Sonic Fox thing turned out to not actually be real. But were it real, it would have been a great example of how like Aquaman could instantly go from like this yeah. guy's broken to like wait a second right there's this huge flaw in his game plan that we weren't aware of you yeah. know uh, the <sighs> problem with Firestorm in my view is that he doesn't have credible zoning and his pressure is not that yeah. excellent but again yeah, I could be wrong we'll see I, 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 I would I would not want to make any strong proclamations one way or the other yeah. yet because it's just too early, and I don't know how things are going to end up. I mean, I before CEO, I did not have a terribly high opinion of Green Arrow, not oh, for any yeah. great reason. Like, I had played against some, and they probably just the player using it was, like, not great. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't really seen anybody else play him, and I investigated him for 10 minutes, and I was like, eh. 
<laughs> and then I saw uh, Illusions use them at CEO, and I okay. okay, hey, there's like real strength there. Yeah, that I've, stuff's gonna keep man, happening. I've been having so much trouble with that game, with this game though. I played it a bunch online. Do, does, do, can you tell me, is there real matchmaking in that game? Because people were telling me they just matchmake you with whoever. Like you could be like Scrubby's McScrubberson, they'll pair you up with some guy with like a seventy-three percent win rate or something like that. I don't know if that's actually true or not. I I'm not sure either. Okay. I feel like I rarely play against terrible players, but because my win percentage just never went up, right? But people are like, well, if you're going up against better players, isn't that fine, right? Like maybe that's good. But I mean, I'm it, the game is. I'm enjoying it though. Like I actually really want to go back and play it because like I'm just like mad because I'm like I just want to get better at mm -hmm. this. And so I'm enjoying the game enough, but it man, it feels so different than every other fighting game. And I've always made sure during the stream where I play it too to mention that that's not the fault of the game. Like that's every game should feel different. They have every yeah. right to feel completely different. It'd be boring and that's my fault because I can't get used to a lot of the cuz a lot of other fighting games put you in certain philosophy philosophy mindsets, right? So I'm more about like hitting buttons, like the the whole predictiveness kind of of, of injustice like trying to do the strings mm -hmm. early on and I keep messing up my stance cancel with Catwoman because every time I do towards one, I want to hit the button as soon as the claws hit cuz that's just generally how I generally cancel uh. moves. But you got to do it before it hits yes. and that way it comes out. Offline you can do it when it hits. But Even online, then there's a, yeah, um, but online you have to do it a little. It's just all these things. I'm just trying to fix my mindset. So I really am enjoying the game. I played it for like four hours yesterday. Yeah. So um, I'll probably continue that next week as Sweet. well. So keep going with that. So. Also, I'm no longer on Wi-Fi, everybody. Yay! Oh, you get that condition fixed. Yeah. You got that situation fixed. Nice. Good stuff. I got one of those routers that you plug into the wall. You know, the electric, yeah, 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 the electric ones. Those okay, are called. Okay. It works. It works well for you. Yeah, it works okay, fine. sweet. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, do you want to take a break then? And when we come back, we'll talk about FGC news, including a few uh, results that we haven't talked about yet. Let's do it. All right. We'll be right back, guys. And again, before, the best. before we go to break, just want to mention uh, Okamoto Kitchen will be at Anime Expo this weekend. And uh, they're going to be doing a cool collaboration with uh, Atlas, basically doing this Persona 5-themed menu. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to be... Uh, just just go get their food. Like, if you're going to Anime Expo, just get in line, go eat their food. I would 100% recommend the Katsu Curry sandwiches. Those are my favorite. I like the pork one. Don't know if the pork one will be available there. If not, chicken one is fine. Uh, also, their gudon, if you like, like beef bowl, like this is like real legitimate like beef bowl like this is not Yoshinoya garbage this is like legit beef bowl super super good and uh don't overlook the uh tofu on rice cake because that thing is amazing I'm a meat eater I don't like That's vegetables true. in fact I even ask for it with light cucumbers okay That's like, right. I've heard you. I've yeah, heard you do it. I, I, I have to get light cucumbers but without the cucumbers it's not good you have to have some cucumbers yeah. in there. I'm a meat guy. I, you know, I don't eat vegetables. I pick onions out of my shit, right? I'm not quite like flow level or whatever well, like that, not, but yeah. you know. But like, I don't like vegetables, but I love that thing. That yeah, thing is super good. good super good. And so. I like vegetables and I like it too. <laughs> All right. Uh, be right back, guys. All right, all right. Let's talk about FGC news. Oh, dang it. You know what? I completely forgot to go through all the FGC news because we were talking so fervently about vegetables. We may not be able to talk about FGC oh, news. Oh, we can talk about it, but just talk about Brussels sprouts. Right before on the break, you were saying that Brussels sprouts are amazing, but those were actually engineered to be good, right? I have read that in the news. 
that broccoli sprouts that Brussels sprouts have indeed changed. Because I remember as a kid, I liked most vegetables, but I felt that Brussels sprouts were just garbage. Right. And then now in the modern era, I, I really like them. They're sweet, they're very tasty, and I read that there's actually been genetic changes in them over that period of time to make them more edible, more palatable. They're good. I like them. What was that one dish that we were eating at? Like It was in Texas. It was like right after DreamHack, someone ordered it. At that restaurant mm. that we went to. Yeah. And the Brussels sprouts there were super they good. They were good. And there was somebody there who was like, oh, I hate Brussels sprouts. And we were like, when was the last time you ate them? He was like, when I was a kid. We're like, try them now. They're good. And, yeah. And he liked them. Yeah, and he liked them. So there you go. Um, but let's talk about the CPT online results here. Sometimes I buy bags of kale and I just eat the kale like it's chips. But a, it's not kale chips. I had a friend who it's used to do that. It's just kale. You know that they had the bag of like pre-made salads yeah. for you and stuff like that. He would just open them That's up what I'm and eat, about. The, eat them as chips. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, let's talk about the results here from the CPT online. Let's do it. Uh, so there was an Asia online, and it's interesting here. I, I don't know. Is it just because the online is better than in Japan than it is in the U.S.? But this tournament was freaking stacked. Yes, it there was. were so many good. Like everybody who's everybody played in this tournament. Yeah. Meanwhile, like all the U.S. online tournaments, like no one plays in it. Is I don't it, understand why. Is it just because the the the, the it's, it, it's not nobody, but yeah, uh, it's yeah, not yeah, that yeah. list of uh, It's not like in, everybody and their mother are yeah. playing in this I tournament, don't know why that is. right? Uh, but the top eight that finished in that tournament were Punko in seventh place with Colleen and Tachikawa with Ibuki. Uh, fifth place was Inuchiu with uh, M. Bison. That is a character. That is a player that I hadn't heard of. I don't think. Uh, and Bon Chan with Nash. Can I just go off on a little tangent here? Red Bull Kumite, that Red Bull Proving Grounds that we just had, Bison just looks so, like JLMN, LES, and S and Pinoy just dominated with Bison. They Bison looked so good yes. in that tournament. So like, it's interesting. Do you could do you think he is like a top ten character? Probably not, but. He's, I mean, as you just said earlier, top 10 is probably silly to talk yeah, about. Yeah, I guess it's true. Because there are too many good characters. Yeah. Uh, fourth place was Cyclops Goichi with Ibuki and Chun. Third place, Echo Fox Momochi with Ibuki Ken. Second place, Moke with Rashid, another player that I haven't heard of. And uh, first player, GGP Kazunoko with Kami. All right. There you go. Nice work. And uh, just, you know, going along with an argument that I've been having uh, with people online about whether uppercuts made characters broken in season one or not. Okay. Cammy and Nikali obviously are just fine without their uppercuts. Have yes. nothing to do with their uppercuts. Oh, being yeah, of good, course. So, yeah. By the way, yeah, people are mentioning it in the chat. The giant combo by Goichi, that's pretty cool, right? No, it's not? Oh, wow. I thought it was cool. It was neat, but, like, honestly, because it was the custom combo, like, literally, it was, like, nine moves that gave him 38 hits, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Right. I mean, it was a sick combo. It wasn't but, 38 individual hits. But this is, to me, that's just showing how starved people are for awesome combos in fighting games. That that is the example of, oh, shit, did you see that cool like, combo? It was, like, three roundhouses juggling. Yeah, it was. And, like... <laughs> The first one hits three times, second one hits once, third one hits like three times, and then he knocked him dizzy, and then he did some combo into a super that does like 37 hits, and like he got this big old combo off of it, and like... I thought it was cool, but okay. It's a neat combo, but again, it's just like, 
that just shows you how starved we are for cool combos to happen. And and it was a highlight. Everyone's like, check out this got clipped and it was oh, yeah. everywhere. I and get point. Just telling you, man. Oh, this game needs better combos. Alright. This game needs better combos. Uh, okay. Uh, also this weekend was the fight. Uh, I don't know if I have the results of that anywhere here. Uh, let me see if I can grab these here. Uh, that's what uh, I think I saw. Um, I know GTO Kira mentioned it in the stream. If he has a link for the results there. Uh, sorry, I didn't pull this up ahead of time. So in the meantime, while we wait for that, let's talk about some fighting game news here, shall we? <laughs> Um, let's see here, what do we got? <laughs> this one actually just makes me laugh. So at EVO, uh, Too Old, Too Furious, the, the, the group that Saban uh, Arturo helps uh, organize, they are running a, um, oh, here we go, fight results. Thank you very much, Tio Kira. And with the 38-hit combo under it by Yubi Dooby. Yep. <laughs> they are running a CVS2 tournament. The Too Old, Too Furious yeah. people are running a CVS2 tournament. At EVO, as a side tournament, Boss, of course, greatest CVS2 player on the planet, is showing up, and he is so tired of winning these things for free that he has offered a $500 bounty on himself. Yeah, that's genius, because he's definitely going to win the tournament, but that will make it so that more people will enter, which means he's going to make more money because he has promised to pay $500 if he loses. Genius. Wow, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about it that way, but, um, damn, okay, okay, that's pretty slick, that is pretty slick, um, alright, so the fight happened in Panama, and it looks like top 8 was uh, TSD Loros with Nikali, and PXLM3 with Guile and Urian, 5th place was Flash with Urian, man, he's been going everywhere, and he's just like top 8 and everything, but he can't seem yeah, to win, man. huh? Uh, and Umbrella's Dark with Urian and Alex. Fourth place was F3 Brolinho. Uh, third place was DM Bike. A bike. Mm -hmm. I never know how to pronounce that. B-A-E-K. You know, the, 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 the Tekken character. Uh, second place was Rise Mena RD with Birdie and Laura. And first place was Doomsnake with Vega. Yeah. Did yeah. you get a chance to see any of this? I did not. Okay. Um, okay. I have actually occasionally run into Doomsnake. On oh, the really? Oh, okay, okay. And the connection has not been great, but clearly there was a strong play there. Okay. Good work okay. to him. Also, Alex made a top eight. Oh, that's the first time then. So there's only four characters now who haven't made a top eight then. Who hasn't now? Um, Jury? So uh, Glenn, Glenn always has that list out there, and Alex was one of them. Yeah. But it was always Ryu, Jury, and I think it might have been like Colleen and Ed just because they're new or something like mm. that, but... I can't remember the exact list now, but definitely Ryu and Jury and Alex were in that list, but hey, there you go. Hey, it's Alex did it. Alex plus whatever the other character was that you said. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, Ryu. Poor Ryu. God. That character. Nah, nah, the character nah, nah, needs nah, to be nah. stronger because uh, he's the flagship character. He's the character everyone tells everyone to try first. He definitely should not do that in this game. Yeah, you should not be using that character at all. So, um, uh, Alex plus Urian. Okay. Oh, okay. Just okay. wanted to see like 
where he went in the tiers for the secondary character. So, GTM here saying only Jury has not been used in top eight. I have to look at Glenn's stats because I I know he's put more than that. Um, all right, let's go here. Yeah, Jury's a butt. Oh God, have you seen that new combo video that Desk made? He made an Akuma combo video that goes across Ultra Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 5, and Tekken. It is the most genius, brilliant, oh, it's just it's okay, patented it. deck. It's, it's, pat, it's patented desk combo video. Got it. And it, like combos will like, he'll show the same combo in all three versions and okay, stuff like cool. that. And yeah. it's so sick. You, you guys really, really need to watch that. It's so good. It's so good. Ah, Kaba did use Ryu in a top eight. That's true. Oh, he did. I think huh? it was like almost all Guile and then one, Ryu for like uh, one or two games. Okay, okay. But you know, count it. That's fine. Okay. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, so Marvel versus Capcom Infinite will be playable at Evo. Yes. It will be the versus build. So everyone who's played the demo uh, and is mad at the demo can now go to Evo and play it over there. And I really, really hope Capcom brings like 90 stations. I was just going to say, they have to have a ton. Because they had either six or eight at CEO. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. And the line was mega long anyway. Yeah, it was gigantic. Super long line. So, yeah, there's oh, we lot. also forgot to mention uh, the Canada tournament that took place over the World Gaming Tournament that just took Indeed. place over this weekend. Indeed, we did. Uh, let me see if I can get the last results. year's esports tournament of the year, according to whatever. Remember, there was like some <laughs> there was like some BS esports <laughs> awards ceremony, <laughs> and uh, the uh, that tournament uh, got uh, it won for best. Tournament or something. Let me see if I can get. I don't that. know. I didn't pay that much attention. All right. But I just know that grand finals came down to F Champ and Knuckle Do. So shout out to F Champ, of course, uh, always doing work with Dalsum, and uh, he made it that far, and yeah. he ended up getting uh, second place to Knuckle Do. Did he get dunked in grand finals? I didn't watch. I didn't get a chance to see it. Unfortunately, I did not get. A However, chance I to did see watch it. the Mortal Kombat X. Oh, you watched the Mortal Kombat that was there? Okay. Yeah. Again, only top three because I just happen to have a little bit of time but it was a busy weekend for me okay and uh who won dragon oh okay okay so dragon he, still, won. he still plays a lot then looking good still he had uh, katana looking good still and he had yeah. uh that event goal? also had like um that event also had I think Kyle P was there uh, a few other, uh, yeah. a few other strong players were there. I heard there was a ton of Loras in top eight. Oh yeah. So the fact that F Champ even made it to second place is like an, uh, is like yeah, he's a good player. A miraculous uh, result there. What MKX is so cool. I miss it. <laughs> when I, when I was watching it, I was like, man, this game's so fun. You're like, I miss this game. Oh, that's what I was thinking. But it's dead. Um, is it really? You really feel like it, or yeah. do you think they're doing a better job keeping it alive this time? Uh, maybe better. Okay. Maybe better. Okay. Maybe it's a two out of ten instead of a zero. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, registration is now open for Brazil's largest fighting game tournament, the Treta Championships. So the Treta Championships uh, this year are going to be on September thirtieth. It looks like to October first. So uh, they're going to have Street Fighter V, Injustice 2, Tekken 7, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, Guilty Gear Exit, Rev 2, Smash Brothers Wii U, Mortal Kombat XL. Yay! Great, that's King awesome. Of, King of Fighters 14 and Killer Instinct. 
a bunch of side tournaments there as well for, for example, USF4, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, KOF 2002, Alpha 2, Third Strike, Skullgirls, Melee, MVC2, and Super Turbo. So, uh, wow. Yeah, what was that again? This is the Trana Championships. This Damn. is the biggest tournament that's uh, in Brazil. Out. Yeah. Uh, this one is... Uh, I, I know we always get hit up by a lot of the, the Brazil guys to help promote this and stuff like hey, that. Yeah. Because the Brazil scene is... They're, they're, they're like working overtime trying to promote their Obviously scene uh, down in there. So there you go. Uh, I just wanted to mention what... Um, I'm sure this is inaccurate, but Gazus said said... No, I get, it. I get the name. It's funny. Okay. Um, he said uh, that tournament we were talking about previously. The event was a Canadian-only tournament event last year. Opened it up to the Americans. That only allowed somebody who was already going to Evo to eat the ticket, right? Because it was ten thousand dollars plus Evo ticket. Oh, okay, okay, like okay. So yeah, that's. I guess that's kind of a bummer. But the the other people who were in uh, the MKX top three at least were both Canadian. Okay. So I don't know how that was for Street Fighter Five. Okay. Okay. Also, uh, Brawlhalla, they're having their $10,000 Summoner Championship taking place from July 29th to the 30th. All right. Um, I'm trying to see if they have a location here. Uh, oh, I see. So there's a Europe time and a North America time. Interesting. Uh, but to July 29th will be dedicated to singles, and the doubles tournament will happen the next day. So if you're interested in Brawlhalla... Uh, that is good. The world, I'm sorry, the summer championship is going to be going on from July 29th to awesome. the 30th. That's really impressive. Yeah. Um, let's see, what is this that I have here? Uh, in some, like some people have, I saw people in the chat mentioning the rumors about the, the, the Evo entry numbers mm. and stuff like that. Um, I mean, apparently Street Fighter V still leads Evo. Uh, in terms of registrations over the Smash games. Right, yeah, Wizard had a tweet about it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is that what this is? Uh, can you scroll down there a little bit? Yeah, Let's sure. Get the thing there, because he did say it. So. Yeah, that's right, yeah, this is the so one. So Street Fighter V is number one right now, and he says mm -hmm. Tide were Melee and Smash 4. Then after that, Tekken Four 7. Tekken. Yeah. yeah, Tekken 7. Then Guilty Gear Extra Drive 2. Then Injustice 2. Then Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Then Blaze Blue, obviously the last two are Blaze Blue Central Fiction and King of Fighters. <laughs> Zero people's surprise. Yeah, but um, I mean, Fun if games, it's, if it's the there. real numbers, I mean, look, nobody was expected a huge drop off in Street Fighter Five, right? There's no way that it was going to get five thousand again. Oh, like wait, they last did you year. say nobody expected or people? nobody? I mean, they shouldn't expect it to get five thousand again. Agreed. No, year. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah it's definitely going to be a huge drop off. So ah. if it if if it is over three thousand, like I would. I would have actually been surprised. Oh, I would have been flabbergasted if I had yeah. beaten 5,000. Well, I mean, over 3,000. Oh. Even over 3,000, I, I would even be a little surprised. Well, I don't honest. think that would surprise me, but... Okay. Um, yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah, Blaze Blue on Sunday. Uh, I've heard from some of the NRS guys that part of the reason why Injustice is at sixth place is that it's not scheduled to be on the Sunday oh, stage. Oh, really? And that they just are not going to go. Some of the injustice players just won't do it because it won't be on Sunday. Yeah, that's it. I I mean I don't I don't mean the guys who are they're gonna to win the event because they're gonna go for sure. Uh, uh. Uh, I mean more of like the community guys who would go to support the game mm -hmm. and then they wanted to see it in the uh, like to I watch see. it. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, they don't yeah, expect yeah. to play. But okay, I've read okay. a little bit about of, of that on Test Your Might. So uh. that you know 
I get it, but also because obviously it should be there. It's absurd that it's not. Right, right. Uh, it's absurd that I forget is gear is it blaze blue or KOF that's Sunday. Blaze blue, blaze blue. Come on, uh, that's yeah. not. That's obviously not a good decision. But at the same time, man, I mean, please, well, please support your game. Here's a question. Here's a question for you. If they announced that they were going to change it, do you think that would be a terrible idea because then the Blaze Blue fans would it. be mad? Or do you think it's just a better idea overall? It's a clearly better choice, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, like, it's got to be either Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear. Right. Uh-huh, right, because uh-huh. neither of them is on Sunday. Right. No, Blaze Blue is on Sunday. I'm sorry. Guilty Gear or Injustice. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Neither yeah, of them yeah, currently yeah. is scheduled uh-huh, for Sunday. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It, like, has to be one of those. Which one, if, say, if let's say Guilty Gear and Injustice were both going to go in, okay, and we get rid of Blaze Blue, what's the other game that you would get rid of? Marvel, probably? Mm-hmm. But Marvel was promised that spot. That was Oh, part you can't of the take whole, that out. Yeah, you, you promised that, 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 that donation slot, right? Yeah, so that's you can't stuck. get rid of that. For right? sure. So, okay. so, yeah, I mean, if it's, is it Injustice or Guilty Gear, whatever. I mean, I'd rather see Injustice, but what are you going to do? I'm sure a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of people disagree. But it's got to be one of those two. I really. Some uh, some people, someone in the chat is saying that also injustice players said they had a bad experience at Evo last year. Or something. Uh, but like every group Everybody kind did. of yeah, I was about to say everyone had that problem. But it was the whole situation again where they thought there was they were not ready for that many people. That's just that's just what it is, and people have to realize. Look what happened with CEO last year. CEO was. Was very crowded, very hot, very sweaty, and very miserable. This year, I thought CEO was fantastic. Mm-hmm. You always have to give everyone that kind of leeway after one yeah, and, bad year. And for events like those two, you can be pretty sure that if there's one off year, the next one's not going to be. Like they're going to redouble their efforts. Mm-hmm. I'm. You saw the floor plan, right? Yeah. Where they had the picture of the floor plan, they put a minivan in the floor mat plan to show you how big the floor plan was for scale, and like. If this were like the floor plan, like the minivan was just like a tiny little mm. dot on the page. It was pretty ridiculous how big that thing is. Every game is going to have their own uh, big screen. So like there's never going to be a question. Like your the game is going to be on the big screen. So that's pretty crazy. So, For sure. Yeah, 645 says that as a Marvel fan, you'd rather have Marvel on Saturday night than first thing Sunday morning. Yeah, I, I guess that's a... I guess that's a credible answer. I mean, it's just that then you're not in the big right. stadium and, you know. That's the thing, too, is, like, I wish people would stop trying to treat being on Saturday night as a diss. Yeah. Because Saturday night, I think, is still amazing. And sure. it's, in a way, it's almost kind of even better because it's in the room with everything else. So you can kind of watch multiple things at the same time. I don't know. I don't, you think, know? I don't think that matters, but I, I do think that... Not having to wake up early Sunday morning in Vegas. That is, is nice. Is a, is a is plus. Nice. It's just that, you know, I, I would rather have if I'm if I'm a fan just watching. I would rather have it be in the big old stadium. Right. Because I know a lot of the melee fans are mad too. Everyone, all melee, all the melee people want it on Sunday. And and here's the thing that bothers me. Oh, okay? it's just Smash Four on Sunday, right? It's yeah, it's melee. just a Smash Four. Yeah. So here's the thing that bothers me though. It's like every year that Evo does this. So let's say they did Injustice and Guilty Gear, and they put melee up there. Right? Let's say let's say that happened, right? And then the other games were Street Fighter and Tekken. So that was the five game lineup. It would be the similar situation again where everybody would have been bitching, like, Evo's so big, why don't they give the small games a shot? They never give the small games a shot. Just put one of them on Sunday. Just put like two once for a Evo doesn't care about the community, they don't care about the people, they're jerks, they don't they only care about numbers. And then this year they put Blaze Blue in there. 
and they put Smash 4 in there because Blaze Blue had a great top 8. Smash 4 always has more entrance than Melee. Yeah. Right? So they want to reward them for last sure. year. And then they want to reward Marvel for having a great turnout for that vote. And now everyone's mad. It's like, Evo is stupid. Why would they put these games there? They made such a mistake. Like, it, it's a lose-lose situation, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think you're all right about that. You know, but would you rather lose among the twenty people who will be there for Blaze Blue or the? Damn, I like Blaze Blue. I prefer it over Guilty Gear. I just I recognize that there are not that many people who are maining that game. Yeah, I, that's true. You know, I'm it sorry. Is true. It is true. It's a bummer, but that's definitely accurate. I, I, like, definitely Gear or Injustice should be there instead. Oh well, that's the uh, that's the organization. <laughs> I had suggested maybe. Dropping things down to top sixes. It's too established, it's, man. Yeah, top eight that's is an the idea. problem, right? Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, it's 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 it's. It, it is a shame that the Blaze Blue community is falling off. It's never been as big as Gear when Gear was still good. Well, big, I should say, right. before Exit. Uh, then Exit came out and blew up again. Obviously, right. Like both of those at the beginning of Blaze Blue and then at the end of Blaze Blue, it's been definitely the. Smaller one compared right. to, to Guilty Gear. And, so. and someone said, just give the trophy to Dogra already. Dogra did not make it out of Blaze Blue Pools at CEO. Dang. Remember that. <laughs> he didn't make it out of pools. Uh, and if you think he's going to win Guilty Gear, uh, no. It's not going to happen. Dogra is not even the best at Guilty Gear when it comes to players from Japan. And a lot of those guys are coming out for Guilty Gear. So That'll be a good one to watch. Be, that is going to be some craziness that is going to be some craziness so. yeah yeah like i think it would have been cool if it, it turns out pokin is still being supported really well by its community yeah uh-huh. i think that had probably better rights than uh kof or mm. or blaze blue and certainly ki did you know you can't get them all right it's just yeah. Uh, unfortunate yeah in the end i just i just want people to understand and it's the same reason why I pointed out, remember when MVC3 wasn't announced and no one thought there would be another Marvel game? Everyone yeah. was like, I don't care. Just give me a game and make someone play like Magneto. And now, <laughs> remember? Like, people used to say that, oh, and now boy. everyone's all mad about yeah, Cabo okay. saying that. I understand their difference in there. I, I don't agree with what Cabo Fiend said, because I don't yeah. think characters oh. are functions. I only point out these things because I'm just trying to show people that it is a lose-lose situation. I hear you. You know what I mean? So the reason why I point out this Evo situation is like, they okay, they're trying to reward Blaze Blue for an awesome top eight. They're trying to reward KOF because it's a new game. They're like, we're putting it in the lineup because we want to see if we can spark interest in the game and spark a revival in the game. We're putting Smash 4 on, and then everyone's like, you guys suck. Like, if they did the exact opposite, then they would have still sucked. I so you, I think they're in a lose-lose situation. They are, they are. So. It's just, you know, again, 20 people or... <laughs> when, when was I mean that top eight for Blaze Blue that you're talking about was fantastic but that Galileo. was 2013 was it that long ago or 14 at the latest for sure it wow. was like 12 to 14 it was like well, definitely one of those it couldn't have been 12 12 was a long time ago that feels, that was still Street Fighter 4 era right not, so it was well it was definitely I mean, it was Street like, Fighter that 4. was like ar- arcade edition era oh man I got it 13 I gotta look 14. this up now. It was one of those for sure. So it's it's not like last year Blaze Blue had a great top eight. Right. It's not like the previous year Blaze Blue had a great not, top eight. Like literally, I thought it was only like two Evos, like three Evos ago. It's twenty four. Yeah, people are saying it was twenty fourteen. Yeah. Okay. So again, it's not like last year or the year before that they had a good top eight. It's three years ago. Right. And it was great, and I really enjoyed it. So did everybody. <laughs> again, it's just it's a long time ago. Uh.
Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so I guess um, under the 3.8 patch for Killer Instinct that there's actually going to be some character nerfs in there. Uh, looks like the, the main targets of the nerf are going to be Thunder and Fulgor. And uh, uh, Jago, Shadow Jago and Rash are getting small little frame data changes here. Hmm, and, I guess uh, I didn't watch the stream for this. Mm-hmm, okay. Oh, there's a patch note. Oh, I didn't even see the patch notes. Oh, yeah, okay. I gotta check notes. that out. So the three point eight patch notes are out. So can you? Uh, is are those the only characters that mentioned? Or? Uh, that's. Uh, let's take a look. Let's take a look at this ultra combo post here. God, why is this thing scrolling like ten years after I scroll the wheel? Fulgor has nerfed every patch. He's like that one character that like they keep nerfing, but it's just never enough because it's really inherent cool. design. The fact that you can make him so he can fireball into uppercut off of the, the the pip cancel, he'll never not be one of the best characters. I'm with you, man. He's very good. <laughs> that pip cancel thing was just too good of a thing yeah. overall. He's got good right? everything. Yeah. Buttons and pressure and everything. Okay, so Eagle is going to be added to this patch, yes. right? So uh, let's talk about him a little bit. Did you, did you actually get to see the demo I, for yeah, Eagle? Yeah, I did. I just wanted to see if there's anything else okay, for Okay, so some there's some system there. changes. There's like one tiny system change. Jago got a few changes. Saberwolf got a bug fix. Glacius got a bug fix. Thunder did get oh, he got changed a yeah. lot. Okay, I got to read that later. Oh, yeah, dang. later. Fulgore got changed, uh, changed a lot. TJ Combo got a few bug fixes. Maya, Conra... Agnos, most of them are all like fix the bug, fix the bug. Okay. Yeah, most of them are just bugs and stuff like that. Ooh, so. tush. tush. Reduce the height of the skull splitter explosions hitboxes. Uh, okay. By 40%. That's that pretty, sounds a, like a significant that's amount. That's pretty big, but oh, reduces damage too. I mean, that move was crazy good. So, all right. <laughs> uh, Rash was nerfed a little bit. Arbiter. Arbiter actually looked like. He got changed a little bit, and a few bug fixes as well. So it looks like it's mostly bug fixes. Oh, uh, some, some Gargos Oh, Gargos got... Wow, he got gurgled. Oh, Gar yeah, he Gargos got gurgled here. And then Ram, yeah, most of the other characters. Shin Hasako, oh, they're all bugs. bugs. It's a giant list, but they're all bugs. <laughs> yeah, almost all. Uh, okay, all right. Okay, there you go. Anyway, uh, i got to read that later. Okay. But, uh, oh, and does it say when it's coming out? Uh, they said it was July... After Evo. After Evo, yes. That's all I'm concerned about. Uh, it said... God. Come on. I, dude, you, I scrolled the wheel. Like, go. see that? Like, see how long it took for it to come out you here? Gotta, you gotta get a script killer, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think there's just something... Put on script lock. Someone says the patch is out now. Whoa. It's out now. Yeah? Yeah. So these, these are four Evo changes. Okay. So this is... Wow. wow. That's... Well... Remember, Evo's not a main game, right? Oh, so, my God. It's I, It's not a main game at Evo, so... <laughs> I just assume. It's, like, so natural to it assume. It came out today. It came out today, but Killer Instinct is not one of the main games at Evo, so... That's so weird. <laughs> I just assumed it was. But, no, you're right. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I, I did watch uh, Eagle Stream. Yes. So, he is a zoner, to some mm -hmm. degree. He has a bow. He's built off Thunder, you can obviously tell, but he's a very different character. Uh, he has a bow where he shoots arrows, and the arrows land, and you have to retrieve them. You only have 12. Oh, okay. okay. And you can shoot them a bunch of different angles. Down forward is a low, right? You got the mid. You got to uh -huh. sort of add an angle, and if they, when they come down from the angle, they're overheads, uh -huh. and, you know, all these different ones. From the air, you can shoot at different angles, including right below you, and if you do shoot right below you, you just land and pick it up. Right, right. 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 So, uh... 
that's so, sort of where they started out with, but then it got crazy. <laughs> really? You mean, wait, the Whoa. KI, they took the basic concept of the character and then they went crazy? Whoa. Uh, so you can charge up any of those and it becomes unblockable when you do. Uh, it gets way crazier than that. Uh, and then um, uh, he has a command jump to like move around better, right? Uh, he has a bird. This bird is like Nakuru bird, except for definitely better. Is it the disappointed T-Hawk eagle? <laughs> it's my favorite thing. In, th in Alpha 3, on the home version, he had a wind pose where he'd stand there, and the eagle would land on his arm. And I don't know what they were trying to animate with the bird, but the bird just sits there and goes... <laughs> I, the whole time. So every, time we was, so every time me and my friends would play that game and he would win, we would be like, Hey, eagle, how did you like my... Was my performance good? We'd be like, no, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think it's the disappointed That's funny, dude. eagle. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so this this bird um, has a few different things. One is that uh, it like can attack and explode, and that's like his reversal. It's only reversal. Wait, the bird can explode? Yeah, the bird like attacks the ground and it causes an explosion. <laughs> okay, it's probably a better description of it. Uh, <laughs> but there's a giant cooldown from doing that. And then the bird can also make him move around in the air. So if he like jumps forward, he can like move backwards again because of the little bird. Oh, well. uh, but again, all these things have cooldowns. So it's not like you're constantly uh -huh, doing uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, And then he also has a, a scream. The bird yells. Okay. And if you shoot an arrow through that, it becomes super fast. And and the command for the bird, all the bird commands are with three kick. And everything else is like not with three kick. So you can do bird commands while doing other things. So, like, you can be shooting your arrows, right, and call the bird to, like, help you with zoning if you want to, but you could also have it scream. He's a puppet character? Yeah. He, he, you can also have it scream while you're charging up the unblockable arrow, and you shoot a super fast unblockable arrow that you can link into out of <laughs> if you're in the, within range. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and, and also, if you, if you do the scream, and he's, like, up close, the bird's up close, then it puts the opponent in block stun for a long time. And so during that time, you can do your little overhead low gimmicks. And you're, oh, you got an overhead arrow coming in. And oh, I'm going to do a little cross up. And oh, I'm crouching like a glide kick. And he's very wild. Dude, it's so funny because the way you were describing it at first, I had 12 limited arrows. Yeah. I was like, this sounds just like my crazy Guilty Gear character that I wanted to make. Yeah. Because I thought that was already crazy enough. <laughs> so the bird has a bird magnet. And that retrieves all of the arrows for you. See, okay, no, see, this sounds really similar to what I wanted to do, actually. Oh, well, well, well you got preempted by old Keatsy. <laughs> no surprise, dude. This is why, God, like, I feel like if I worked there, I would kind of fit in, except I would try to tone everything down. Look, so Whew. here was my Blaze Blue character. I wanted to make an homage to Cham Cham, because a lot of the, 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 the uh, Samurai Showdown 2 people ah. formed the Guilty oh, yeah, team, right? So I just wanted a character with boomerangs. I want a character with boomerangs, but you had a limited a limit of five boomerangs. And sure enough, when you throw them, they would throw them at different arcs and everything, and they would always come back to you, and you would pick them up. Unless the opponent blocked them, then they would fall on the ground, and then you'd have to go and collect the boomerang. But if it missed, like you would throw them up in all these different angles and everything like that, and then I gave her one super that would just suck in all the boomerangs, and then she would throw them all back out. So mm. if the opponent blocked them all... Basically, you would have no boomerangs and you would be weaker, right? But I would have also given it a, at the time, false Roman cancelable point 
so that you'd activate the super, and then for three-fourths of your bar, you'd FRC it, and you would have all the yeah. boomerangs and stuff like that. Oh, it only takes half your bar in this game. You get all your yeah, little dudes back. That was my idea for the... I mean, it sounds really similar, and he stole my idea. He sure yeah. did. Man. Uh, so, uh, his instinct... When he press, when he attacks, the bird also attacks. Oh, okay, okay. okay so it's okay. like you don't red armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I have like, a level three. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll see. Um, but I mean, his zoning's really good because he showed he was playing against a Jago guy, guy mm-hmm. using Jago, and he just shot the arrows right through the fireballs. Bam! Boop! Right through. <laughs> did it erase the fireball? Yeah, blew it up. Uh, and and. Uh, he, but he did say, though, that if Rash eats an arrow, it's gone. What? Isn't that cool? Wait. I mean, it's very unlikely to happen. Right, right. Because you know, Rash just, can eat projectiles, He right? eats projectiles. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. If he eats an arrow, it's gone. So you could literally eat all what of What a counter! 9-1 oh! matchup! I think that's really hilarious, though. It's like, that game is so funky. So Maximilian you can, you is saying, do all the crazy crap you want. Maximilian is saying that he has no safe openers, which is what makes him a little bit right, weaker. Right, right. So the yes, the bird is really important. The bird and the unblockable arrow seem like they're really important because yeah, the, the so his opener, well, I guess what it would be mm-hmm. is uh, a little slide. It's kind of like a uh, what's her name? Nakaruru, baton lady. Baton with the, lady Kimuru. Um, no, the other uh, one. Uh, shoot. The you know, she had weird... Orchid? Weird cone boobs. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, <laughs> See, I thought game. of that before you said cone boobs. Just, sure did. Just, just... Anyway, so so he has a slide, but it's unsafe on block. Uh, and, yeah, I guess that's a downside. And he doesn't have, like, a DP or anything like that. Right. He has to have the bird come. Okay. But if the bird comes, then it can't do any actions for, like, six seconds. Or it's, like, quite right. a long yeah. cooldown. Uh, they're not even conical. They're more just like flat in the front. Remember? It was like really weird. Oh, no, I remember. They back were in the original weird. one. You know, it was back in the days where it was cool to give her a fatality where she just flashed you and you died. Whoa, boobies. Yeah, that was like the height of video game maturity. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he sounds like a really, really fun and crazy character. Uh, he sounds good, but that's how, like, every single time that a KI character is announced. Dude, they sound I'm amazing. Like, yeah. You did what with what? Yeah. You let what happen? Uh, <laughs> and, um, like, Keith, Keith was even showing stuff. Like, he doesn't want to obviously give it away. I'm sure he has found a bunch of Because he's the kind right. of guy yeah, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. finds the crazy crap in fighting right. games. Um, so I'm sure he's found stuff, but he was showing some things as he was playing against uh, this, goo- this, this dude. Uh, where he just like had a bunch of really crazy movement options, and he was doing the command jump into his button cancel into command jump uh-huh, into uh-huh. in the air. The bird makes you not cross up after all. Right. Uh, the command jump has a cross up in it, and it's got the like leg drop that Thunder used to have. And oh, okay. You know, very it's, wild it's, it's really stuff, but very fun because like you know watching Keats play Marvel at CEO kind of explains to me why he makes the games that he does. Because he's one of those people that doesn't need a lot of training mode time to get Mm-mm. used to pacing he's a fast and stuff one. like that. He just picks up on those things really fast. Yeah. So for him, designing these characters, probably like, oh, that's neat. Oh, that's neat. Oh, that's neat. Oh, look what I can do. I'm sure you're Whereas right. everybody else is like, shit. Like, wait, what was I supposed to I was supposed to jump and then do this and then this arrow and then the bird. And then I was supposed to jump and mm. then do, shoot, what was I? And then he's probably like, like this. And yeah. there it is right oh, there. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure, right. He's definitely fast. Uh, he picks things up quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he makes crazy games. Yes. 
and cra- with crazy characters, absolutely crazy characters. So yeah, I think that's really cool. I didn't know that that was out now, so I definitely have to go home and download the character because that I definitely want to try him out. It looks yeah, really interesting. Yeah, yeah. And again, remember this is on uh, PC and it's coming to Steam. It is coming to Steam. So if you guys are wanting to play this, don't have it on PC yet. Might as well just wait till it comes out on Steam. I mean, you can get it for free, but yeah. Oh, uh, that's true. And it is free right well, now. Yeah. It's also once you buy it, like you just have it on everything. Oh, that's right. It's crossplay. Crossplay. Cross buy it right now. Right. Buy it now. Then, then when it comes out on Steam, you can just download it on Steam. You there don't you need go. to worry about it. So there you go. So there it is. Just get it now. Just get it out. So. All right. Uh, that's Eagle. Uh, some community stuff that's going on. Uh, Red Bull. I'll uh, start Red Bull. Uh, to Echo Fox. Echo Fox has recently added a new signing to their team, a new Injustice player, and that is Emperor Theo, who yeah. showed up at CEO, did really well, and he hadn't been around for a long time, huh? Basically hadn't played in like three years. He didn't play in the last year of Injustice. Mm-hmm. He didn't play MKX at all. He came back for Injustice too. But he basically came back and was amazing right away. It's like <laughs> he never took any time off. Uh, he, but even before CEO... He was winning or getting grand finals in a bunch of online tournaments, including mm-hmm. beating Sonic Fox. Um, so here's my question. Do you he think, do you think he Fox was at CEO? back at CEO because he knew this was going to happen? Or do you think this happened because of CEO? Ah, it might have been simultaneous. That's a good question. I don't know. Um, okay. But uh, it, it's, a, it's a great pick because he's, he's going to be yeah, one of those uh, top guys for sure. And, mm-hmm. uh, and basically everything. So. And uh, this is not... The same as the other Theo, the Jacks playing Theo, right? This is the different. Isn't there another Theo, or am I thinking, or am I thinking of somebody else? I might have his name wrong. Then shoot, who's the other SoCal player who used to use Jacks? Tyrant. Tyrant. That's who it is. That is okay. Yeah, I don't know how I got that confused with Theo. Yeah, no big deal. The letter T's. Yeah, uh, but uh, Theo was was the best, or certainly among the very small number of the best players in Injustice mm-hmm. One until he stopped. Right. And then there was, for like the last three years, oh man, Theo would have beaten Sonic Fox back in his Injustice heyday if he had kept playing, but he didn't. <laughs> and then in, in MKX, oh man, Theo, like, would he be winning everything? Sonic Fox wouldn't win anything. Right. Because he's the best. And then sure enough, he comes back to Injustice 2 and he beats Sonic Fox at CEO. And not only that, but he signed to the same team right, yeah. as Sonic Fox. So now they're even teammates. Yeah. So they're probably actually going to be helping each other sure. now. So that they a training partner. Scar? Yeah. And Theo and Sonic Fox. That's pretty ridiculous. That's a good lineup. It's, it's a good lineup. It's a good lineup. Okay, now what I want to say about Red Bull. Yes. You probably heard us talk about this if you watched the post show at Red Bull Kumite, which you and I did. But uh, Red Bull did a big documentary over there mm-hmm. um, talking a lot about like uh, the road to like the Red Bull Kumite and stuff like that. It was going to be called The Art of Street Fighting. Which is featuring uh, Daigo, Tokido, Shaohai, and Luffy. Their logo looks a lot like a Stranger Things thing, but um, have you seen Stranger Things? You haven't seen Stranger Things. Okay, never mind. Um, but the, the logo really looks like a Stranger Things, like that weird old school 80s graphics. Just look up Stranger Things logo. Okay. Um, but it's basically. Oh, yeah, it sure does. Um, yeah, but basically, it's going to be a documentary that follows them. I believe it's out there already that you can just watch. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so here's the descri- here's the press release description of it. Basically, they are called Daigo, Tokido, Luffy, and Shaohai, and they are among the best Street Fighter players in the world. 
whether they live in Tokyo, Paris, or Guangzhou, these new kinds of sportsmen travel the world every weekend searching for tournaments and high financial rewards. Their daily life is ruled by sacrifices, intensive training, sleepless nights, and endless battles. Their status is fragile, and they are aware of it. During the six months between the Capcom Cup 2016 and Red Bull Kumite 2017, cards are reshuffled. Whoa. Dun, dun, dun. So it is, uh, should be available. You should be able to see this. Oh, well, it premiered. It's premiered today on Red Bull TV at 12 p.m. Pacific uh, Standard Time. So, it says uh, July 27th. Today is June, right? Sure is. Okay, so it's coming out in July, so it'll be in a month. So you guys definitely want to check that out. Doesn't happen. Hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. So there you go. Cool. Okay. But uh, one game, one champion, an endless fight is their uh, tagline. <laughs> it's actually a film by Rafael Levy and Axel Cadil. I I'll never be able to pronounce French words for my whole French. What life. a language. Yeah, I know. It's not like I should care about speaking French. No. <laughs> It's not even the lingua franca anymore. Yeah, it wasn't even the universal language before English. <laughs> uh, all right, and then uh, do you have anything else? Any other fighting game news that you want to talk about? Mm, One thing so. I want to mention is the Super Nintendo Classic that Ooh. is being released. I wasn't too big on the NES Classic, but this thing looks ridiculous. I want this thing so bad. And it even comes with hyper fighting on there. So hyper, I, was it hyper fighting or super? I'm pretty sure it's hyper fighting. It was hyper fighting? Because I think the Japanese one had super. Yeah, see this says, oh yeah, this one's hyper fighting, okay. Which is probably the better Super Nintendo version oh, yeah. anyway. For because sure. hyper fighting was just a more balanced game overall. It was, yeah, definitely. You know, it was, it was broken though. Because there's a lot of shit that shouldn't have worked. No, that was the original Street Fighter 2. That things didn't work that shouldn't... Yeah, no, I think the hyperfighting port was not good, but, like, not as bad as yeah. the Yeah, because the original one, like, Blanca Crouch Medium Kick was bufferable. Right. So broken. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like I think it came out in pre-order today, and it's already sold out, so it's time for me to go and try to talk to some of my Nintendo friends. Oh, man, you're going to pull the eSports card? I have to pull the eSports card, man. I have to. What do you think about it not having the game everybody's talking about? Chrono Trigger. That's what I think. I'm, it's like... Bam. I Look, I love Chrono Trigger. It's a good Chrono game. Chrono Trigger's an amazing game, but... It's a good game. One, it's like, in a way, if you want to say that Chrono Trigger is one of the greatest video games of all time then it shouldn't be experienced on this thing, that you should experience it only in its true form. Isn't this basically its true form? Quiet. Stop <laughs> it, lawyer. Okay. But, I mean, this thing has Super Mario World. Terrific game. Absolutely. Yoshi's Island, which might be one of the, if not the greatest platform game ever. One of the greatest you. platform games. The fact that you can touch fuzzy and get dizzy is like the greatest thing ever. And um, Super Mario Kart, great choice. Great game. Super Mario RPG, which I have never played. Oh, okay. So that might be cool. Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. F-Zero, great game. Super Metroid, all, probably the greatest Metroidvania game of all time, tied with so Symphonies of the Night. It's really hard to say which of those two Good is better. Good ones, yes. Uh, Hyper Fighting, great. probably the best version of Street Fighter on the Super Nintendo. Sure. Uh, Super Punch-Out, 
which I have not played yet, and I had thought about getting a GBA, giant GBA, just so I could buy it on virtual console, but if I can get this, I don't need to do that anymore. I can sure. actually play this version. Yeah. So that would be valuable to me. Super Castlevania Four, which a lot of people like. I didn't like so much. I don't remember loving it, but I think it was good. It didn't feel as hardcore as the older Castlevania games. I, see. I thought Whipping Eight Ways was too good. I guess I just don't really... Like, it doesn't stand out in my mind, really. Mm, okay, okay. But definitely Donkey Kong Country did. You know what? I never played Donkey Kong Country. Oh, it was a very good one. Because I didn't like it at first. I was just like, eh, the graphics. I don't like the graphics. And they really? sent me that VHS tape. and I was Oh, I got like, it too! Uh, yeah, I just thought it was like... I don't know. It got overhyped to me, but I've heard so many good things about it. it. I should, such a good game. I should probably go back and play it. Which So I, if I get this thing, I'll stream that for sure. I'll stream that and Super Punch-Out. I'll stream a whole bunch of these games. Probably. Mega Man X. Mega Man X, which is Kirby, great. I've never been a fan of Kirby games. Gotta be honest. I, they're done. They don't do too much for me. Yeah, I haven't played a lot of Kirby games. Like I just I feel like they... I don't know. Like They have some gimmicks, but it's like not terribly mm -hmm. interesting. Anyway. Final Fantasy 3. Yeah, 6. Of 3. Course, which is one of my top 3 video games of all time. It says 3 though. Yeah, it's listed as 3. Yeah. Because it's going to be the US America. It's going to be the US port of the America. game, right? So it's going to say 3 on the titles and everything America. like that. So um Star Fox and then here's the interesting one. Star Fox 2, which apparently was all translated and made it and everything was all ready to go and it was just never released. So this is actually going to be the first time that a right. lot of people are going to have access to this game. It's just going to be really interesting. Yes. Like it's going to be strange that 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 that, that even happened. So, uh, Contra Three: The Alien Wars. Oof. God, soundtrack in that game. Good one. The boss fights in that game. That game, like, that was the that was one of the games when the Super Nintendo came out, and I played that game, and I was like. This is what video games were meant to be. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like me as a kid oh in high boy. school, like this, that is what video games were supposed to be. Yeah. The first time I played that boss where you're jumping on the missiles uh -huh. was one of the most exhilarating video game experiences I've it? ever had. Great I was game. like, they're shooting missiles and I'm hopping from missile to missile. This is the greatest thing. Like it was the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, man. God, that game is so good. Secret of Mana. That's That might be... Certainly, that's in like the top three or four of the games that I played the most on. Oh, Super really? That, oh. I love that game so much. You know, I got all the way to the end and I never beat it. Oh man, it's because so good. I did the stupid thing where I got to the very end. I was like, "Well, let's level up every character for every weapon," and that just took fucking forever. And I just got sick of it and I never beat it. Well, I did do that, and you beat it. But did you beat it before you did that? Uh, yeah, we totally, yeah. Yeah, see, that was why it worked. I I should have did it that way. But that's why I ended up playing so much of it, because I, uh, okay, okay. I actually grinded in that game. Uh, Earthbound, which I also have not played, even though everyone says it's a great game. Yeah, I never played Earthbound. Can you believe that? I've never, well, I, I don't know. I mean, everybody misses the game the here and there, but man. I've never played any of the mother games, yeah. Wow, yeah, you definitely gotta do that. And then Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Yeah, good Which one. is fantastic, although, oh god, that game basically will kill you. Very fun game. Yes, it is great. Man, yeah, Earthbound <laughs> is very good. And uh, and I don't feel like leaving Chrono Trigger out is uh, that much of a miss. Yeah, like I said, it's a I good mean, game. Honestly, like is it among those? Like I feel like Secret of Mana probably should have been taken out for Chrono Trigger. Oh, but... I totally disagree. I think they made exactly the right choice. Okay, okay, okay. It's way better. 
it's not really the same kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's... There are definitely a lot of games on the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo was just the most freaking fantastic console ever. Like, to this day, yeah, it is probably still the most amazing console ever. Those, though, that was the period of time, because I was in high school when that thing was out, right? And so that, literally, I was at that time where the console could change your life. Sure. You know what I mean? So that thing, like, was, oh, man, the games that I played on that thing were revolutionary. Of course. And, oh, man, it was so ridiculous. I'm not being a hipster about it. That's That's been my thought going back 20 years. Long, 25 years, maybe. But that is what hipsters are, right? Like, oh, that I thought that way before anybody else? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It, I think all of my friends but one thought the same way. There was, like, one guy who was like, nah, Chrono Trigger's the best, and we were like... Clearly, Final Fantasy is a better game. Oh, we talk about Final Fantasy and Chrono Trigger well, now? Well, basically anything. Oh, okay. Like, it was just, he, his position was that Chrono Trigger was the best. And mm. we were like, obviously no. Yeah. But, hey, some people, uh, some people Chrono like Trigger it. just had It's some, a good game. I just There was just a lot of really cool story developments in there. And it probably had one of my favorite video game jokes where the bad guy was like, we're going to do this. And they play this heroic music. He's like, this music is too heroic. Stop. And they no. play like a, you know, more bad guy music. And yeah. He's like, that's better. Uh, it's definitely good. And it has good music. Although <sighs> definitely not as good as Final Fantasy or Secret of Mana. Yeah. Final Fantasy 6 slash 3 yeah. is, I mean, I already said it's one of my top three video games of all time. So that's, With that's good be, reason. It's going to be better than pretty much anything else. Yeah. So that With game good is, reason. And the mo- dude, my favorite article is breaking Final Fantasy six, Fi- Final Fantasy three. If you read it and see how that game was coded, like it is amazing that that game worked. <laughs> it is amazing that that game worked because the jank that they had to put in there, but all they did was just make sure none of the jank could be accessed. <laughs> like the way that the game was designed and put together was so crazy. Well, like, it worked it was, out. It, it was unbelievable that the game even was able to be played. So. I don't know how Secret of Mana felt meh. It was like it had such good everything. The story was good Secret and the characters were good. And I remember Chrono Trigger got kind of weird because at one point in time you were playing like Donkey was Kong. Good. You know, and yeah. like, the, 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 like the secret endings weren't really like oh. secret endings. It was just use that teleport point on the second playthrough at every possible point so that you can get the different endings. Oh, including the, the, the super fast ending, which yeah. was genius by the way i remember getting all the endings but i don't remember how i did uh, that the super the, so there was one where you could just basically go there because when you play new game plus you had all your stats and so you could beat the main bad guy with just two characters so the very first possible point you could just teleport straight to the main bad guy and fight him and then they were like wow like, you're thinking that i did and then you would basically run you the ending was it would transport you to a place where you could talk to all the developers they were actually like people walking around and they had the three gods one of the gods was Nobu Uematsu that you could talk to. I probably didn't beat that. Okay. Yeah, okay. Probably didn't get and then that. you talked to that, and after you talked to everyone, they were like, well, as a person who loves beating games super fast, we will give you your reward super fast as well. And then they played the credits at like 10 times speed. It's like... Awesome. <laughs> That's cool. And it well, was pretty amazing. I don't think I knew that. And now that I know that, I have to reevaluate Chrono Trigger <laughs> and, and place it uh, <laughs> just a little bit outside that list. Okay, okay. There you go. Whatever. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, man. Super Nintendo, hard to beat among the best consoles ever. Mm-hmm. Like, best gaming platforms ever. Man, short list. Super Nintendo and maybe, like, the Windows operating system. Uh, PlayStation 2, probably, right? 
PlayStation 2s up there. Because that was where Symphonies of the Night... And, no, Symphonies of the Night was PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1, maybe, because that's where Symphonies of the Night Metal Gear Solid 1 came into play. Those are, like, two of some of the greatest games, like, most uh, genre morphing games. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. But, uh, I'm going to go with Windows Operating System. Windows Operating System doesn't count. Why not? It's too nebulous. Well, that's why I picked it, because it... it Encompasses so many things. Obviously, I'm cheating. Windows operating system. God, you make it sound like PCs are good for gaming or something like that. PCs also have every game from the Super Nintendo, PlayStation <laughs> One, Nintendo, PlayStation Two, the Dreamcast. Not the, legally. The Nintendo sixty four. I'm not saying that I have all of them, but it's not legal. I don't have all of them. I think I actually kind of do. <laughs> Hang on a second. Let me repeat that again. Any case. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, all right. Uh, that's all I had to say. Okay. That's all I have to say. If you have anything else, if not, I will remind everybody that this weekend at the Anime Expo, Okamoto Kitchen will be there, and uh, they will also be doing a special event with uh, Atlas. Uh, let me see if they have a date for that here. Uh, the Persona 5 themed truck. Oh, I see. So they'll basically have a Persona 5 themed truck and the regular truck since they have two trucks oh. now. So they'll have both there. So the Persona 5 themed truck will be, be parked at 601 West Pico Boulevard with the newer truck parked at 1268 South Figueroa. If you look up uh, Anime News Network and Okamoto Kitchen, you'll find the article. So it's just, it's on AnimeNewsNetwork.com, and then just do a search for Okamoto Kitchen, and you'll be able to find that information. Definitely go check it out. Uh, great food. Everything there is fantastic. You will not find a bad dish there to save your life. So uh, amazing stuff. Yeah, man. Where is Uniracers? Why is it that <laughs> Uniracers was a fun game. That's a great point. Who, who mentioned that in this chat? Katy Perry FGC. Genius. Yes. I kind Genius. of agree with that. I kind of agree that with game that, was actually. a blast. Uniracers was fun. Like, me and my friends made fun of it, and then we saw it. It was one of those things where you make fun of it, and you see it at, uh, like, Blockbuster, and you're like, let's just rent it. Yeah. And you rent it, and you're like, this game is really fun. For sure. It was really fun. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that game. It just game. had really good gameplay. God. And it was very pretty at the time. Yeah. Man, we accepted things that... Different era. I'm just trying to see what else might be missing here. I just what are you looking up at the tops, top 25 SNES games top, of all time? Yeah, just looking up top game list. I mean, look, look, the, the things that popped up here, Super Mario World, Chrono Trigger, of course, right? Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, Super Metroid, Secret of Mana, Donkey Kong Country, they're all on there. Kart, RPG, Yoshi's Island, Cost of Three, TMNT, Turtles of Time. Okay, that is definitely missing. One. Turtles in Time is definitely missing. I wonder if there were... Are these? Are they all Nintendo? No, they're not all Nintendo. Probably, right? No, no, yeah, no, they're, they're not. That uh, is definitely missing there. TMNT Turtles in Time is super good. Super, super good. Okay, so okay, here's a all list. Right, what do you got here? What do you here's got? a list here. Yeah. Let, let, let's, let's scroll here. They, all right, all right. This is IGN's list. Okay, all right, so... Top 100 Should games. I even start from... Why is Uniracers at 98? What are this they is, doing? This list is already invalid. All right, all right. hopefully they get one of these. Right. Final Fight... Tiny Tunes and Oh, you can't. This is a hundred. You can't say a hundred of them. Yeah. Okay. Let's go start but, uh, at. Let's go start at like. Uh, let's go start at fifty. How's that? 
Well, I just wanted to see if there's anything that oh, like, jumps right, out to yeah, you yeah, as being okay, like, okay, mention okay, that okay, one. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, oh. Final Fight, no. Good one. Probably wouldn't no. have it in there. <laughs> the Star Wars games. Those were good but bad. The, the best thing about the Empire Strikes video game is that when you died and the continue options came out, one, one option was try, and, try again and the other one was quit. And if you picked the first one, it was do or do not. <laughs> try. And I if swear. you picked quit, it would go, that is why you fail. Ah, that's, that's awesome. That was the best. That was the best. Stunt Race FX, maybe... Oh, Maximum Carnage. That was a fun one. I never played Pilot Wings. It's also not a really on good there. one. Although Pilot Wings 64, I felt was still. Yeah, Pilot Wings was still very tech demo y. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shadowrun was. Uh, no, Shadowrun's. Was Shadowrun the one that I'm thinking of? I couldn't tell you. I'm not in Shadowrun's your brain. Shadowrun's the one that, that had, was like one of the first Polygon games, wasn't it? Is that the one I'm thinking of? Uh, obviously, maybe not. No. I'm thinking of a different game. I'm okay. Thinking of a different game. All right. Uh, NFL 94, uh, Madden. Of, was it this one? Out of this Ooh, world? Ooh, Populous. Out of this world. Was that the one that I'm thinking of? That's the oh, one I remember Out of this world. Out yeah, of this world. Sure. yeah, yeah. Out of this world is the one that I was thinking I remember of. that. That was, a, that was yeah. a fun game. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, I heard good things about R-Type. R-type yeah, R-Type three. was good. Yep, for sure. Um, NHL 94. It's a classic. Yeah, NHL 94 is definitely Earthworm Jim. Uh, Axley was a great game. I loved Axley. Uh, Zombies Wait, Ain't My Neighbor, I heard good things. Super Bomberman. Gradius 3. I could do with that one. Uh, Demon's Crest, some people mentioned that. That was the uh, Red Armor game. Yeah, Ogre Battle was really good. NBA Jam was NBA super good. Jam. Sim City was really good yeah, on Super Nintendo. It was, but it had, come on. It has one of the best game music ever. Was it different than on PC? Yeah, yeah, it's different than oh, it was yeah. on PC. That one had unique music. Um... The the the, the SimCity one that had that really just like crazy song. I, I love that song. But uh, anyways, Legend of the Mystical Ninja. The Lost Vikings. The Lost Vikings. Yo, Blizzard. That's yeah. Not only is it obviously extremely important because Blizzard, and that's sort of, uh, uh-huh. but also it was like really unique gameplay. It's so good. Very unique it was gameplay. So good. Yeah, it was really really great. Great good. game. If anybody's never played it, highly recommend. Tetris, Tetris and Doctor Mario. But though, but those were originally on the NES, mm-hmm. right? So that's okay. Uh, MK2. MK2. That might have been alright. Not Although, that great not very arc- accurate. Um, yeah. Mario Paint. Yeah, just interesting, but not like a good game. Necessarily. Actually, they don't have a... I guess there's no really point in putting it. Uh, Populous. I played Populous, Populous was a up lot. there. No, I already mentioned it. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, I put okay. it out. Yeah, 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 I didn't see that. Uh, Act Razor. Populous was really interesting. Super Punch-Out. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VI, obviously. And, and four. Final Fantasy okay, IV. Sure, sure. It's amazing. Good uh, one. And then these are all the standard Obviously, ones. Obviously, Street Fighter, top. Zelda's on the top. Yeah. This one gets it wrong by saying Chrono's trigger is number two, but, you know, and not everybody can be accurate. Not everybody. They put Secret Mana at 11. Wow. Oh, my God. <sighs> yeah, Tournament Fighters actually would have good, been a good one. And, yeah, it's, kind of, it's a little bit niche, but, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's, it was a, it's a great game. It was a fun fighting game. Absolutely. Because like, the thing about it is the Super Nintendo was the era where there was like 7,000 fighting game ripoffs and they were all terrible. Yes. Then you play Tournament Fighters, you're like, why is this actually good? It actually was good. Like, me and my brother were playing it and we were like, why is this fun? Like, why does this actually feel like yep. they knew what they were doing? Yep, yep. I'm with you, man. So, that game was a lot of fun. So, yeah, there were definitely some other ones on there. Um, Super Battletoads? Or was that Battletoads? Are you thinking of Battletoads versus Double Dragon? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I played that. That Was that the fighting game? 
No, 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 no that no, wasn't. No, no, no. That was just the one where yeah. the, the, it was a crossover no, right. game. Yeah. yeah, no, but did, did you ever play the Double Dragon fighting game? Mm-mm. Yeah, it was all right. Actually, not that bad. Oh, dude, WWF Royal Rumble. Let me tell you how entertaining that game was. There was the Royal Rumble mode, and like the things that you could do in that game were so fun. My parents used to own a video store. And me and my brother would have to open on some of the weekends, you know, free labor, free child labor, basically, right? That's legal. And so what we would do is we would bring our Super Nintendo there, hook it up to the CRT that they used to play movies sometimes. And sometimes we would play games, but you didn't want to be playing games when customers came in because it just looked rude, right? Okay. So one of the things that we did is we took WWF Royal Rumble, we put it on there, and pretty much if you ever climbed the turnbuckle in the Royal Rumble mode, the computer would run at the turnbuckle and hit it and you would fall out and you would lose right away. So we would always just pick whoever we didn't want to be in the Royal Rumble, <laughs> and we would climb up to the turnbuckle, let the computer knock us out, and then we would just leave the rest of it running. Wow. And the computer would just fight itself in this giant Royal Rumble, and it was the most entertaining That's thing. That's actually really fun. So we just had that on in the background while we were just in it, and some people would come in and like from far away not be paying attention, and then when they came up, they're like, oh wait, this is a video game? Like, you know, they weren't paying attention heavily cool, enough, man. and it was really funny. Oh, that game was the best, dude. I love that. Oh, man. All right. What's that Double Dragon fighting game called? There was a Double Dragon fighting game, huh? Are you sure it's not like the, the, the versus mode in the original Double Dragon, which just used the two giant versions of each other, and like you could barely so. fight each other? Me Maybe. and my brother used to play that. We even bought the video game Trojan because there was a versus mode. We were ahead of Street Fighter 2 even before Street Fighter 2 came out because we kept trying to find good versus mode to play against each That's other. Funny. Yeah. <sighs> it was on Neo Geo? When did I even play it then? Yeah, there was an arcade Double Dragon fighting game. Yeah, for sure. That was in the arcade on Neo Geo. Maybe Is that the one like, that you're thinking of? Maybe. My neighbor had a Neo Geo, but uh, I don't know. Okay. It's like 25 years ago. Oh. Okay. And I was but a wee child at the time, 25 years ago. You were what? Not seven that wee. or eight? Seven. That's pretty wee. Alright. Someone said it was on Genesis? No, now people are saying that there was on SNES. Also, were you a person who called it SNES or SNES? Ha, I never even heard of SNES. That's absurd. Really? <laughs> okay. I, this is a, what is an absurd conversation. Okay, because I've definitely heard some people tell me that I'm weird for calling it SNES as what? opposed to SNES. Who would call it SNES? Dude, SNES is a terrible name. Come it takes on. way too long to say. It's, it's like crazy. It's like saying Jay Chenzo instead of James Chen. It's just way too many syllables. I haven't done it in forever. <laughs> SNES, yeah, some people did say SNES as well. Oh yeah, so, I heard that occasionally. Yeah. Double Dragon Five: The Shadow Falls. Yeah, this is definitely the game that I'm thinking of. What system was that on? Uh, SNES. It is. That's not a system. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Super NES. I called it Super NES usually. Oh, Super NES. Yeah, I just called it SNES. Yeah, I said SNES too, but SNES, Super NES. SNES. SNES. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Shadow Falls. Bam. I did, that's the game I was thinking of. And that's a terrible, that was a terrible game. Oh, uh, I wouldn't say it was terrible. It was, like, much better than many of the crap fighting uh, games. Remember, there was, like, okay. just a ton yeah, of like, yeah, total yeah, crap. Uh, it wasn't total crap, but it wasn't great either. Yeah, Street Combat is always the pinnacle Street of Combat. terrible fighting games on the Super Nintendo. Just look it up one day. Look it up and read the history on it, because it's actually Rama one half. 
that they repainted oh, I remember to be the yeah. most terrible game on the entire planet. Right. They replaced all the characters like the panda and Ranma in boy and girl form with like crazy evil juggalo clown and like weird robot cyborg and like cyberpunk dude. Like it was pretty much the worst thing because I played that street combat game with no idea of what the history was and I was like, this is the worst game <laughs> I've ever played. So That's funny. Yeah, it was not a pretty game, the uh, Dragon Ball fighting okay. game. Like, look, look at these screenshots. I think I remember seeing these. Well, at now. the time, it seemed pretty, I guess. But... Yeah. I remember. I definitely remember seeing the screenshots of this. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing that. I never actually played it, so. Yeah. Uh, video games. Anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to having a uh, much less functional Windows version, uh, Super NES version of my Windows games that I can play on a little hardware for no reason. I don't know why you would buy it. It looks cool, I guess. I'm a collector. It looks yeah, it looks cool. I understand that those things to you are just game playing functions. They certainly are. <laughs> I understand just they're just functions. Correct. But for me, it's the fact that it's the actual little unit and I can plug it into a TV. It's and not the same as the old intense. unit. Yeah, I, it's, just it's not. Cool. It's a new old new uh, new old unit. Did you see the, 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 the meme of like the, the, the alternate colors of it where they took the top half and they made it all yellow? Yeah. <laughs> that was genius. Nice work on the functions. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I'll play Super Nintendo on my wine on my Linux. That's right. I'm going to get way deep. Jesus. <sighs> oh, man. All right, well, that's probably about it, huh? Okay. Uh, next week, I'm not going to be here because it's July 4th. Oh, okay. I will be, I don't know, doing something, I guess. Okay. Uh, but we, the one after that will be the week of Evo. Oh. Which we definitely need to do yeah, a proper show for. Do. Yeah, okay. Like an introductory, okay. pay okay. attention okay. to, blah, blah, blah. Okay, we'll definitely do that. And then um, maybe then next week, if you're not around, then maybe I'll do like a special stream or something because I still want to stream Tekken and uh, Injustice story mode which I haven't mm. done yet so I think that would be I fun. haven't played the uh, Tekken one but yeah Injustice yeah. was very good so maybe I'll do that for 4th of July or something like that so uh yeah um somebody said that yeah that's right you can play those games on your phone anyway and have been able to for like a long time. It's not like last year they came out with like a phone right, emulator. Right. It's like when phones Dude, became I have, I have, smartphones, they were immediately like, here you go. I have one that was um, an emulator that was released. Because, you know, it's iPhone, so it's harder to get games out onto it, right? It's harder to get emulators out on iPhone. Oh, the Walled like Garden. That. Yes. But there was actually a game which is not available anymore that was like a weird, it was just supposed to be an emulated version of an old arcade game. But actually, it like can link to your dropbox account and like if you can point it to like roms it would play a bunch of the roms on there like there was a super nintendo one and there was a so they like snuck them on there Genius. that way and i still have them so i could still play those games like i was playing axley on my phone one point oh, that's very cool <laughs> not that i would ever no actually i ne i heard my never. friend my friend said that he was doing that i would never do such things i did play chrono trigger on my phone at one point because it's like not a game where you need to have fast action yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like I tried, uh, I don't know, do, Metroid do, or something, do, do, do. 
and it just like doesn't work on a phone at least at the time because you couldn't move around fast enough you know I have never played Final Fantasy Tactics that's a game that I thought about oh. getting on my phone and playing because I know it, the unofficial version is available out there and Dasibo has always told me that because he asked like what game is more meaningful to you Final Fantasy Tactics or Final Fantasy 6 and I said 6 free but I was like, but I never played what tactics, right? Yeah. I've never played tactics. And I was like, it wouldn't matter if I did, because it would never mean anything as right. much to me because of the time that I For sure. And he's like, what if it did? And I was like, it won't happen, but I would love to play it and see. What a, what a thing to say. Yeah. What if it did? Yeah, I know. What if it will affect you as much as the first time you saw a real good story in a fight in a video game? Yeah. Because that's, that's how it was for me. For Final Fantasy three, it was three, where yes. I come from. It was uh -huh. three, uh -huh. all right? Uh, that was the first time that I played a game that had such a good story that I was like, wow, video games can really be something, mm -hmm. something else. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Like, I've, I always say this, Final Fantasy VI, as soon as I hear the ending music, I start tearing up, dude. First game that I teared up at, I was probably <laughs> seven years old. Oh, man, that game was so great, dude. Anyway, let's See, get out of here. I'm just thinking about that theme song right now, and I'm like... Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. Any case... Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Uh, again, we'll be on break next week because it is uh, July 4th. And uh, he will be doing stuff. Uh, I will be. I might stream for your entertainment. I will dance for you as a monkey. And uh, the week after that will be right before EVO already. Yeah, so but, we'll definitely have an EVO show. Yeah, but also don't forget, though, starting this weekend all the way through next weekend is Summer Games Done Quick. Ah, that's this weekend starting? I, not this weekend. Is it this weekend starting? It might be. Ooh. I'm going to try to go. Oh, yeah, okay. You should probably know when it is then. Because it's on Because on Thursday they're doing another Tetris block and like Kevin DDR and all those guys uh, there. Cool. So I want to go there and hang out with them and say hi and everything. It says like uh, that. July 9th. July 9th. So not this weekend, the, so, the weekend after that. Yes. Oh, July 2nd to 9th, excuse oh, me. Oh, 2nd to the, yeah, so it is this weekend to next weekend, yeah. So I haven't got my plane wow. ticket yet, which is probably terrible, but I've well, just been super busy. Uh, July 1st is my birthday. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yay, happy birthday, David. My Google Calendar reminded me today. You forgot? Mm-hmm. I have it in my Google Calendar, Fair I have enough. to every year. Fair enough. Uh, but here's, here's the thing that I'm getting. Here's what I'm getting from my birthday. So... Uh, a certain good friend of mine is a professional pastry chef. No, not you. No. Not who I'm talking about. No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh, my girlfriend's a pastry chef. And uh, every year she makes me a cake that I always ask to be something new. Just okay. make some wild stuff for Okay, me. okay. Just whatever the craziest crap okay. you can think of. And uh, my favorite so far is rose water, pistachio, cardamom, something. Super good. Okay. Mm. So anyway, I'll find out on my birthday what my cake is. Well, it's gonna I, be something weird, man. I'm gonna, I'll tell you that. I'm, I'm gonna text her. I'm gonna tell her to make you some fart milk. <laughs> oh, <good>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. The, I got a girlfriend. Oh no, you found out. Oh no. Five years later. I thought everybody knew already. I don't know. Anyway. Okay. See ya. I'll let you know how the cake goes in two weeks. Alright. Peace out, everybody.
we, we, we almost forgot. We almost forgot. But the chat reminded me. Rose water, not road water. <laughs> Rose water. Don't be a weirdo. Uh, I almost forgot. All right, here we go. We cannot forget this. Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that the Egyptian word for cat is mao? Is it? Yes. Mao. It's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> 